0: Tell me you guys have seen the uh, the Desperate Housewives ASMR. No. Oh, my. All right. I'm show noting it. It is fucking brilliant. I don't know. I think it's like the Beverly Hills one, but, like, everybody is just speaking in such a hushed, like, you beast, how dare you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about the husband. Let's do it. I just, I, 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 I don't know. I, I could never... I could never really understand the appeal of ASMR. It it it's mm, <laughs> I it kind of feels like um, uh, Jesus, what's the um it gives me like the impression of like a panic room. Like I don't know what it is. Like everything is so fucking hushed like every decibel is removed to the point where like you can't hear anything but your thoughts. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. It was nerve wracking no. Yeah, That's I want why... that that's why like even then a sensory deprivation tank has always been appealing but also nerve-wracking just because that I don't know
1: it just reminds me of like Ben Affleck and Daredevil when he sleeps in like his little like water tomb thing I just oh I, I I would not want that man <laughs> it seems scary to me
0: uh that's a callback if I've ever heard one um speaking of callbacks uh did you guys check out that fucking not necessarily callback, more like an oopsie-daisy, but a really neat oopsie-daisy. Um, did you guys see that uh, really crazy Nintendo leak that came out?
2: What was this? Sorry. You,
0: the giant Nintendo leak. Like, somebody leaked a bunch of shit. Like, oh, um, all the
2: like the art assets and stuff like that?
0: All the art assets, like prototypes, betas. Yeah, like...
2: some of that is really cool. Like, the Star Fox 2 stuff in specific <gasps> yeah! is super cool.
0: The the human characters, like, that yeah. we could have gotten? No joke? Oh, man. I, I, uh, I just kept
1: on seeing people, like, reporting on that, saying, like, how big of a deal it was and how... I wouldn't say, like, incriminating it was, but it was like, oh, this is terrible. Like, they leaked all this information. Now Now the, the gate's wide open, you know? I don't understand, like, why would we not want to preserve that kind of history? Like, that's something, like, Savaldi should have had a, a hand in or had, like, access to. You know, yeah. I just feel like, like, why are we shying away from stuff that's... At this point, what, 30 years plus? Like, I think
2: the real question here is, why don't we have a lanky-ass Yoshi?
0: Dude, okay. Yeah, mm. I would love... All right. I, I would love to talk about this Dr. Grant-ass Jurassic Park fucking John Hammond Yoshi motherfucker that we saw. <laughs> like, this, like... Preserved in a fucking amber rock through the DNA of fucking sucked <laughs> mosquito <laughs> blood, like this shit. The next Jurassic Park. Wild. Part. <laughs> yes. No, like, I. Everything about it looked insanely non-Mario-like. Like I, I. I'm talking about the original one, but just the gradual evolution of the concept. Like somebody did a uh, like a little GIF compilation, of like how this like really actual dinosaur with fucking Velociraptor talons, like, this National Geographic-looking motherfucker, gradually, like, becomes more civil, has a saddle, <laughs> it shoes, <laughs> and it, like... I thought you said he
1: had a Saturn. I was like, man, he's doing well for himself, a Saturn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wow. Someone's <laughs>
0: doing no, well. It's just, I don't know. It's it's always uh, kind of a bummer, and what's funny, too, is there's going to be a... Um, a new video game documentary series kind of, I think it's done by the, I hope it's not just because I feel like that, that the team that did that documentary and documentary series a little bit more spectacle than fact. Um, But there's supposed to be a new one called high score on Netflix. It's supposed to come from the same people that did the toys that made us and the movies. I don't remember Mm -hmm. the movie one. Yeah, exactly. But I think Sonic the Hedgehog is supposed to be the first episode. And, that one's going to be really interesting just because sega like unlike nintendo they have like literally none of their shit laying around like they they've tossed all of their fucking like uh, original works and cutting room floor content into a goddamn digital incinerator oh, and damn.
2: source code it, included right like
0: yeah like yeah. it's all fucking gone like they've looked back like it is It is. a look into the abyss and fucking never came back. Um, yeah, basically, but,
2: basically, nothing can be ported anymore. It can only be emulated.
0: Which is a real damn shit. Like, sure. I don't know. Square Enix, like, it, it's just weird, like, out of all of these companies, though, that Nintendo is the only one to have the foresight to kind of just, like, I don't know. Everyone else seemed to Marie Kondo themselves, and then Nintendo, like, fucking still has this shit, and it's just, like, this sparks joy. I don't give a shit. Like it's mm-hmm. here, um, but man, I would really like. I'm I'm interested to see like the uh, the content of what could have happened had Sonic been a rabbit and not a hedgehog, and like they're getting Yuji Naka involved and everything. You don't. I don't know. It, it's just you don't see that shit through anyone else. I feel like the only other company that may have had the foresight to curate the things as well as they have is fucking uh Capcom, and then. Hudson Soft too, but then Hudson Soft got fucking bought off by a like the new pachinko giant, fucking Konami, <laughs> mm-hmm. big bacon strips extraordinaire. Um, so I don't know. I would. So what else did you get to check out? Any of the other cool shit like the Sim City assets of like. Uh, Toad smoking and, and like all this weird shit.
2: <laughs> was, was that from, uh, SimCity SNES
0: I think so.
2: Oh, cool. It's,
0: it's weird. Like, also in, in the Mario Kart betas, um, there's a lot of assets of like Luigi just flipping you off. And I'm like, this motherfucker was a dick, <laughs> even yeah. though, like, all those the years ago. The, yeah. the whole time. So, I don't know. Um, shit was pretty wild. Not gonna lie. I'm I'm sad you didn't get to check it out. I'll have to uh Kotaku I, I believe did a fairly big info dump on it, but um you got to see like pre beta, like uh Super Mario Land to Yoshi's Island. I'm sorry, Super Mario World to Yoshi's Island. Mm-hmm. Um which I
2: think that's the biggest one. It was like it was called Super Donkey or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um but even then, there's a lot of Argonaut stuff that also like uh, they did a beta where a giant Yoshi was rendered as a boss in the original Star Fox. Oh, where, cool! Um, lots of stuff with Star Fox 2. A lot of the Star Fox. Apparently, there's gonna be two Star Fox games. Like Star Fox Command had very, very little. Um, there there was like some humble uh, inspection on that potentially of also being a Super NES game, which is fucking wild. Um. I'm just, you know what's crazy, though? And I kept thinking about it, and I, and I just want to kind of put the thought, put this in the thoughts of everyone before we, like, officially start the show. Um, I find it bizarre that in this giant leak that Nintendo contains, not still a single new or additional fact about the Nintendo PlayStation. Which kind of begs the question, like, how legitimate was that thing? Hmm. It's just, it's weird to me, and I feel like it's, like, a question that no one's asking, and I kind of want to know why. Maybe that's the one thing Nintendo did Murray Kondo? I I don't know.
1: Just, like, scrubbed existence of it once, uh, yeah. yeah. It's possible. I don't know, I just feel like...
2: You think that's, like, Virtual Boy territory, right? Like...
1: Ooh, maybe, mm. maybe. Let's be honest,
2: I mean, they haven't made any attempt at revisiting anything on the Virtual Boy uh, no. until now. And the 3DS was a perfect opportunity.
0: Yeah, which is weird, True. too, because there was a lot of cancelled games on the Virtual Boy that, like, like there Shit. was a cancelled port of Donkey Kong Country 2 and a brand new, like, 3D Mario World.
1: And none of those assets came to light with all this? Like, no. at all? Yeah, so... a
0: lot. Of, it was a lot of Super Nintendo stuff and then some Nintendo 64 stuff. Like... um, there was more Kamik like Magic Koopa, um okay. stuff because he used to be one. Of, he was one of the original racers in Mario sixty four,
1: and Virtual Boy was around that time frame. So there being oh, no yeah. reason
0: not for it to be part of that. Yeah, it's like right,
2: right in the sweet spot, right really,
1: between,
0: right,
2: right between the SNES and the N sixty four. Yeah,
0: which is I don't know, man. It's a little bizarre, but um,
1: it almost makes me wonder if this was kind of a controlled thing.
0: I think what it is and.
1: I mean, not, not 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 to put like the tinfoil hat on or anything like that, but just feeling like maybe this was something that was put out there for a reason or something that was known.
0: Oh, you mean this leak? Yeah, thinking... yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Nintendo's very secretive. I don't know. That's true. That's um, true. I think the Virtual Boy stuff. Um, I I would probably have more of an a uh, an answer to that one is probably just because that was so much so Gung Yoki Yokoi's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, that. I don't know. I don't know if he took a lot of that like stuff with him or but Oh even you know, then... that
2: could be. That could be.
0: Yeah, but even then too, like I don't know. There's so many scrapped ports. Like like all the fucking like the cutting room content that like I can only imagine from the Virtual Boy, like um And there was a lot of games that were repurposed too. I don't know. But I the only ones that I do know of for sure that I really want to see more of at least a playable build. Uh, would be fucking the Donkey Kong Country 2 port that uh-huh. Rare was working on and the the Mario the 3D Mario title that was also being developed, which was going to play a lot like Bug. Um, so, anyway. that
1: My daughter <laughs> Reese making an appearance briefly. She's starting to play video games now, honestly. It's kind of cool. So maybe she'll have a, a six-year-old review of Crayola Scoot for the PS4 one of these days. Yeah.
0: Well, um, Both my with kids. that, <laughs> with that being said, I'll definitely go ahead and uh put in a a show note with the leak, but I think it's okay that we go ahead and get uh, episode 126 underway. Um, we're we're just gonna talk about what's been in our console because uh, we're we're obviously not going to GDC online. I I still don't want to do that. Um, I I. I find the whole experience of a virtual con fucking insane, uh-huh, um,
1: uh-huh, I agree with this,
0: yeah, the Long Island retro show that's going on this weekend right now, like more power to them, but it it just looks like a glorified discord meetup, and I don't wanna pay tickets for that i don't i I just I don't oh, know they actually make you pay
1: for it, ooh, yeah, no, they're no, no. I
0: mean they're severely discounted uh um, I was gonna like, say
1: i I actually did uh buy a ticket for a concert i I saw the silverstein concert they had for like 10 bucks and it was like an hour long and you can only replay it for 48 hours i was like this is this is this is is some like pay-per-view you know cable stuff man i can't get behind it like i mean i I don't know it's i would take
0: that over fucking disney's mulan appearing for 30 dollars
1: on top of a plus subscription i know ouch it's it's not great but being said i probably will still buy that movie because it looks kind of dope but mm. I don't know. 30 bucks is a little extreme for sure.
0: But, yeah, it's – I don't know. You know what's funny is we're, like, uh, Thursday is supposed to be playing a show with Cursive this Wednesday doing the exact same sort of uh, – mm-hmm. so, so we'll have to check that out. Anyway, episode 126, what's in our console?
1: Virtual edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Yeah, buy a ticket on a
2: mm-hmm. ticket. Just, just a bunch that, that, of they, virtual they call, boys that, over I here. Mean, Ticketmaster,
0: the, I guess. Those I are called that's called a Patreon. Andrew. Oh, we don't have one of those. We're not an, an OnlyFans. Not, not, not now, again.
1: now you're talking. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Now we're
0: okay. Okay, we could probably make <laughs> that one work. I'm back in. Uh, yeah. Jesus, I'm uh, just. Uh, OnlyFans is still like something bizarre to me because we all know what it's for, but I I love that somebody's trying to repurpose it for like either cooking and like like that dipshit Enzo Amore is trying to repurpose it for like wrestling lessons, and I'm just like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is something you could potentially do on Twitch, but also yeah. why?
1: Now is it OnlyFans? Are they getting that revenue straight to the? content creator? Because I'm assuming if you do it through Twitch, Twitch still gets their, their beak wet, you know, they still get their their cut. So I don't know if OnlyFans is like a direct revenue or if there's still money that goes to other people and I don't know. I guess I'm just asking because I want to start mine soon and it's going <laughs> a, 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 to be for a wrestling cooking show. There you go. Yeah, it's going to be for both.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, everybody else like Kotaku, IGN, they all got their Twitches but how mm-hmm. many of them have an OnlyFans? I mean, we could be, we could be the first ones yeah. right there and then right there. Um Sure.
1: <laughs> I'm ready. I just feel like it'd be that, such an unfortunate thing for people to like get into your OnlyFans and they're just waiting there with bated breath. They're like, When are they gonna start doing the good stuff? Like like oh, well, we're, we're waiting around <laughs> no, no, no. here. This dude's just talking to me.
0: Sarah, I think the burning question on everybody's mind is how are you doing, dude? Like sure. how you feeling?
2: Uh well um uh, th- that is a very good question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for the, for those not in the know, I kind of spent the last week in a hospital. Um, about a month and a, well, almost a month and a half ago now, I took, uh, kind of a, uh, a there was a cardio event that occurred, uh, and it, uh, basically, uh, was severe enough that I had to have an ambulance called. I went in, they did some preliminary tests. They said that nothing was wrong according to their, uh, according to their readings, but like... My strength was instantly sapped. Um, I used to have pretty much unlimited walking range, uh, 14 kilometers a day is what I used to do. And then I was reduced to less than a, cl- a quarter kilometer. <clears throat> so basically, um, you know, just walking down the street would get me winded and I'd get lightheaded and it kind of sucked. So I got uh, talking with my family doctor. He uh, referred me to a cardiologist. Uh, they gave me a call. They said, yep, come in on Friday, wear some comfy clothes. i'm like all right so i went to the hospital wore my comfy clothes got on the treadmill and in seven minutes on level three it was like someone punched me right in the chest and i doubled right over and there was a there was a bit of a spit involved it might have hit the wall but um uh they they stopped it immediately i sat down it took a while for me to regain everything and uh they came in like five or ten minutes later with a piece of paper. They had found abnormalities on my, uh, on my cardiogram. So they basically admittedly, a- a- admitted me to hospital immediately uh, as an emergency measure, and I stayed there for seven days. And um, basically what they ended up doing was something called a dye test. Um, the dye test is w- what they do is they snake something in through your wrist. And it travels through your arteries straight into your uh, your coronary uh, system there, your your arteries around your heart, and then they inject you with radioactive dye. So basically, they have a real time X-ray that is firing at you for a burst of however many seconds while the dye is being injected, so they they can see what's going on around your heart uh, in terms of like blood flow. And what they discovered was in my left coronary artery which is nicknamed quote unquote and this is no no, no joke this no shit is what it's called the widowmaker mhm uh, they found uh they found that i had a 90 uh 90% um blockage right there so while i didn't sustain any lasting damage right uh, i didn't actually have an actual heart attack if i had had a heart attack it would have killed me
3: mm-hmm.
2: so they uh they immediately uh, did a secondary procedure right after that one there. Once they found the issue, and they threw in uh, a metal stent, and it's basically holding my artery open. So that's where I'm at. Uh, they mm. basically saved my life.
0: Jesus Christ, dude. Mm.
2: Yep, inaction would have cost me my life.
0: Yeah,
1: I think a lot has to be said about making sure you get checkups often. You know, and I think that it's—I know for me, it's a horrifying thing. I get. You know, like white coat syndrome, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it definitely is important to get those checkups and to, you know, if you got something going on that doesn't seem quite right. I mean, you know, I'm well, glad to, I'm glad you had the insight to be like, hey, something's not right here. Like, I gotta get this looked at. And yeah. I think having that insight is is crucial. So it's really important stuff.
2: The thing too that uh, made them want to act immediately is because I have such extensive. Um, family history. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my mother's side, there's congestive issues that are starting to arise. And even my mom, she's only 59. And uh, my father had his first major heart attack at 47.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, strokes so. are mine. So that's sure. probably how I'm going to go. <laughs> um, scary stuff. I, what's scary is the metal stent. Like, so, do, like, how often do you have to get that adjusted? Because that's got to basically be there forever now, right? I'm not
2: sure that I have to get it adjusted, but I do have to be checked in on every mm-hmm. now and again. The idea, I don't know if you ha- if you know how they work, but basically when they put the stent in, they, they use the same same method by which to do the dye test. So they, they throw a, a cable up there, and on the end of the cable is a balloon. And uh, around the balloon is a wire mesh. And what they do is they inflate the balloon, and they actually block off the entire artery to make sure that it's flush against the wall. And then they deflate the balloon. So I felt that. I, I actually had like a mini heart Jesus. attack when that when that went Ooh, down. expanding!
0: Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah. your heart got five minute crafted like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Fucking it horrifying. It
2: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how things uh, things went down. And uh, two days later, they released me uh, mm-hmm. when they re- when they they did um, an ultrasound on my heart to see exactly what was going down afterwards. Uh, there there was a bit of a sluggish wall. Uh, where the blockage was because obviously it wasn't getting enough oxygen but uh, it, it rebounded okay um, so I've got a bit of pain every now and again uh, it's not the kind of chest pain that makes me reach for my nitro um, but I do have to carry nitroglycerin with me everywhere now mm-hmm. I'm on two blood thinners uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just got me really wiped out and tired so I, I don't know exactly what my uh, what my tolerance is anymore. You can't really
0: drink or have caffeine anymore can you?
2: Uh, caffeine, they said, wasn't much of an issue, but I think that's more of a choice on my part that I've sort of, uh, eschewed caffeine for non-caffeinated, uh, non-caffeinated alternatives. Like, I don't drink near as much pop anymore. Um, I'm drinking more water and milk, uh, just like healthy stuff. My, my meals have been completely overhauled, uh, Mm -hmm. totally reportioned. Yeah.
0: I really appreciate that you food blogged, like, all of your hospital food. Oh, yeah. If anything, Truth. it every time I saw it, I just kept thinking to myself, like, God damn, I'm really paying too much for Panera. Like, look at this shit. <laughs> this is fucking. Life. And also how I mean, it,
1: and, and how a uh, you know worthwhile and manageable health system is supposed to work. You know, you know, we don't get that kind of stuff here in the states. That's for oh my May, god! I'm I kept sure. thinking like
0: Val and I were talking of just like Sarah would have absolutely died if he was here.
1: Because Courtney, when she had uh, our f- first child. Um, like they got her like a sandwich afterwards. Like that's all she could really get was like a cold cut sandwich. And I was like, "Damn, like that's pretty bad, man." Like I would expect it was like catering. Yeah, I know, right? It's not bad. Like three
2: times a day, they'd come in, and wow, and and I'm glad they did that too, right? Because the the menu that I in the ward that I'm at, uh, the dietary needs of the patients they're very sort of critical yeah yeah um, so more. like in my case i had a i had a a neighbor in my room uh she was pretty cool mm-hmm. um she was in for tests before a heart transplant, so uh, and she was only forty six mm. so you know it definitely happens more often than you think at a younger age mm-hmm. but uh like her menu was totally different from mine because I had different criteria than her. She had to have absolutely zero salt in her diet. Uh, and so she had, uh, more limited choices, whereas I had heart healthy and diabetic. So, yeah, yeah, um, I got to choose my meals. It, uh, they came two days later is how it worked, but, uh, yeah, I, I got to choose what I ate and, uh, and I've been modeling what I eat after that. Uh, ever since I left, I've been modeling what I've that eaten. That sounds like a
0: blue apron ad. I love yeah. it. Like,
2: <laughs> I, I've modeled it after, after what they fed me there in terms of portion size and what actually
1: they gave me, so. Do they have, like, conversations with, like, a dietician and things like that that would be oh, beneficial as well?
2: absolutely, yeah. They mm-hmm. they actually gave me a, an entire pamphlet yeah. uh, regarding, you know, the dietary needs of heart patients and, and what to avoid and what's okay and, and what I should do with what types of food and such, right? Mm-hmm. I've gone largely vegetarian even shor- shortly after the first yeah. event, just sort of in anticipation of, okay, well, if this is going to happen to me now, I'd better fucking shape up mm-hmm. because if I don't, I'm not going to last I wouldn't have anyways, and it's, but
0: it's still scary too because, like, I'll say this with all the new vegetarian options just because it, something is vegetarian doesn't mean it's better for you. This um, is true, we...
2: and I what I've noticed, especially so, like, if you are having heart problems <laughs> and you are thinking, oh, I, I'm just gonna go out and buy some veggie burgers and some vegetable based sausages because you know what? They're delicious, mm-hmm. but but they're also loaded with salt, like. Often, nope. like we 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 found like sun like the cheap ass sunrise beef burgers, like the little tiny thin ass patties that are dripping oh, with fat. Oh shit! After. Is that
0: the Canadian Morning Star? I've I, never I would say so. Yeah, it's, it's close. I would rice. say so.
2: But here's the thing: it had only marginally more fat, half the sodium, and like a third the cholesterol of a chicken burger. Yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be like ultra lean. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like mm-hmm.
1: it's. It's a little fucked up. Same with turkey. So, I always feel like turkey isn't a, a good alternative, and that's like you look at it, it's like it's just more expensive, man. <laughs> like that's how it so, comes down to. <laughs> I mean,
2: basically, like if I was to, if, if, this is a weird turn for a video game podcast. I know. But... I,
1: hey, man, this is this is good <laughs> conversation to have. I think people need to hear it too.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of gamers are getting on an age along with us here too. So mm-hmm. you know, if, you, if wait until to you sweet see them with
0: tweet me. that fucking gamer fuel shit, and uh-huh. then you Fuck see that. them. <laughs> Yeah, if you're from the One Up
1: era, then this is probably conversations you need to be hearing. Like you're of you're of, you're of that age. Uh, you are, you are of that age now. We need to start thinking about this, guys. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but for real though, uh, what was I trying to get at? My mm-hmm. my brain gets scattered a bit because of the th- the thin blood. But um, what was I saying? I was talking about oh yeah, uh, chicken burgers and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, your, your best bet is just to buy like fresh ground chicken or like boneless, skinless breasts. And use like I bought a george Foreman grill not not long ago I wanted to buy a, a small gas grill so I could cook stuff outside but you know what uh daruna did me a solid by insisting we get the george foreman because it has been getting a ton of use yeah a ton
1: those are nice we we've used yeah. ours plenty like honestly it, it's been a great thing to have and it, it it's good for all different kinds of chicken breasts especially like it it's awesome for chicken mm. breasts for sure oh yeah
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. so like I've I've got my roadmap, I just need to follow it, and I don't think that's going to be much of an issue if I'm totally honest, yeah.
1: Well, we're definitely rooting for you, sir, and I think it's great that you were able to, you know, have everything taken care of. And we're happy that you're still here on the show, obviously. I think this, uh, could, we couldn't do it without you, honestly. But, so we're glad I'm that you're i kind of having a,
2: a slightly hard time recognizing myself in the mirror lately, too, because, like, spending the time in the hospital, I, I shed, like, I lost 15 pounds in the hospital alone. Mm-hmm. Um... And like everything else that I've been eating has been very low fat, so I don't know. It's I'm going. I'm undergoing a big change right now. Just
1: take
0: it things slow. Makes dude. me
2: feel totally different, but mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
0: But also, just take things a little slower too. Like I said, we're mm-hmm. all in here as a team. Mm-hmm. I like we can co-op and do a lot of shit. So I mean, whatever, whatever needs to happen to make it happen, yeah. as long as you're not.
2: And while I'm I mean, here, I, I just want to extend, like, probably, like, the biggest heartfelt thanks that I can uh, to everybody that donated to my GoFundMe, um, which you, Toast, did. Mm, <laughs> I feel uh, bad, dude. I nah, didn't nah, get the deal. chance to. So I, I, wanted to, I wanted to say thank you specifically because, like, getting out of there, I had to buy $50 worth of medication. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just right there and then. And then I had to buy new new food. I had to buy, you know cooking, and I put the rest towards all the bills that are going to be coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, like, we're down to almost nothing, but all of our bills are taken care of so that when I finally do get back to work, it'll it'll be seamless.
1: Yeah, but, you know, big, big ups, honestly, to your community. I think they're the ones that really came out in droves. You know, I, I saw, the, I saw yeah. the social media presence. You know, I saw some names that look pretty familiar. You know, I know they're usually popping up on, like, streams and things like that. So I think you've got a great community, yeah. you know, with the uh people that you know tune in for bullet heaven and uh you know er- everyone that kind of came together and then helped out yeah. so so really big upset community and, and hopefully p p r community was a part of that too, but I think everyone came out and and really supported so for sure yeah, yeah good and you know out.
2: this this really put a lot of stuff into perspective for me too, and it's gonna sound a little corny, a little lame, but like going into this i was i was pretty bummed out you know just seeing my uh my youtube subscribers for example dropping by like two or three a day. Right. Um, so I, I was a little bummed out by that, but you know what? I got to thinking after all this went down and seeing the kind of support that I was being given by my community, that who fucking cares about a few a few uh, subscribers that are leaving for you know whatever reasons they've got just because we're doing you know different content or whatever. Um, the people that matter are gonna stay with us, and I'm extremely thankful for that. And I don't know. It's it's just. A lot, is, a lot has changed. My mm-hmm. perspectives have changed, and I don't know. I, I'm gonna. There's gonna be a slight difference in the way I approach a lot of stuff, and you're gonna notice that. But I mean, getting back on the horse is gonna take a bit of time. But uh, you know, I, I get stir crazy, so I've been poking along with my latest Bullet Heaven review.
1: I was gonna you say, and I, I saw a lot of uh, updates on the Facebook and stuff like that too. So you know, I, yeah. I you you're staying busy like. I kind of figured if you're going to be laid up in a hospital for a while, you weren't going to stay dormant for very long. And sure enough, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I was seeing updates on the regular. So it
2: was it was just driving me insane. Sure,
0: as long as you're not burning the candle at both ends. I mean, we, mm-hmm. none of you, me, we can't do it anymore. No, so, like, it, it.
2: I used to think I was a multi-wick candle, but when they were put out, holy crap! <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now look at this. Look at this. We're
2: about just that guy. one. Look at these bruises. Oof!
1: oof. Jesus Christ! Yeah. They poked. Dude. They poked they p- the IVs were bruised. I say they man. poked you something fierce, didn't
2: like, they? The worst. Uh-uh. Like this. This arm here is where they went in, right there. So it's mm-hmm. all bruised up too. It's just the worst. the The wrist is what hurts the most, I think, right now. I, I was stupid. I lifted something too fucking heavy last night, and it was. <laughs> It hurt for three hours. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I can imagine. I'm sure that's probably the most tender of any place that you have right now. If they're sending full on yeah. like channels of like tubing, uh, you know, through your whole body through your wrist, that's not great.
2: Ah, uh, the whole thing sucked.
1: Yeah, but we're glad that you're on the mend, you know, and it's good to have you on the episode. Um,
2: George is frozen in place there. Holy crap! Oh, oh. <laughs> um.
1: a, a, lo- a look of like like wrist stuff just got got him in a bad way, huh? It, <laughs> it, it it
0: it did get me. I don't know, I don't know how well I'm coming in through the mic. Oh, you sound but... good,
1: man. I like this, this this mean mugging you're doing. It's a good screenshot, man. It's not <laughs> yeah, bad.
0: Jesus. Um, I'm just but... gonna
2: screen cap that. There we yeah, go. yeah, take a picture of that real quick, please. Thank you. Cool. See, that's mean worthy yeah, right there.
1: Yeah. Perfect. <laughs>
0: there he goes. There he goes. There he is. So, um, but anyway, uh, I figured. As of now, oh, good. Um, so, I, I, fuck it, we're still on cast, oh, so yeah, we yeah. can just do that. Um, Christ, my uh, my internet went out for a second. Uh-oh, um, okay. I'm echoing here. How are we echoing?
2: It's because George is... Uh...
0: There we go. Now yeah, we're sorry, yeah. So, you guys switched sides on me, too. That's great. Um, <laughs> Flip-flopped on you. Yes. So, man, I I can I've I've no like it. You either come out of the fucking quarantine looking like Lou Ferrigno, or like you, I don't know, man. You you come out worse for wear, and mm-hmm. like it's getting scarier because there are more people closer to home that are are getting hit with COVID, mm-hmm. and even then, like their recovery has not been great. So I really, really hope that like. Because I, I know you're just more vulnerable now after this whole thing that went down, dude. So hopefully.
2: Thankfully. um, Our province hasn't seen a case of COVID in quite some time.
1: Good
0: for I them. Oh, that's, that's good for them. While
2: I was in hospital, I believe we had two cases pop up, but they were immediately quarantined off. Before yep. that, I think we were three weeks
1: without Not a single case. Not anything good. Yeah, yep. just shows what happens when you guys follow, you know, follow oh, yeah. the, the game plan, the, wear your masks.
2: I can't speak for other provinces in Canada like Quebec or Ontario, but at least the Atlantic provinces, we're talking like Newfoundland, PEI, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, those four provinces have done extraordinary things with the COVID management.
0: Good. And oh, dude.
2: I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, it really is not rocket science. Uh, nope. And anybody who's against it, dude, get over yourselves. Put on a fucking
1: mask. Please. Put on for a real. fucking mask.
0: It's, it's, oh no, we 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 already. I I absolutely understand it. Just and I'm happy to hear that because it is the exact opposite over here. Yeah, like man. fucking COVID cases keep popping up and like the numbers numbers keep getting poured on like fucking cheese from like an Olive Garden grater to a white woman who can't say no. Just mm-hmm. like it <laughs> just keeps going and it just keeps Unlimited going. Unlimited breadsticks, y'all. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I they just don't fucking, fill up on them, right? Like
0: no. our cases are. Yeah, dude. Might as well be unlimited breadsticks, like the worst fucking kind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and but... like, um,
2: and the funny thing is too, like our province, our province mandated masks in public areas, and everyone's totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. No, they're over totally here cool they they, it, yeah.
0: they have, and they're handing out phony cards. They're just, they have, they're wearing them like chin straps. They have their nose poking out like like their genitals outside of their zippers. Like fucking, <laughs> it is. And you know it is what some here's, shit, dude.
2: Here's the thing that really gets me too. It's like, oh, I, I can't breathe with the mask on. But like, buddy, if anyone has a reason not to wear a mask, it's me because it's hard as fucking hell to breathe through those after everything that I've gone through here. Mm-hmm. Um, especially what like when I was blocked up in there, my oxygenation was garbage. It mm-hmm. was garbage. And I still wore a mask.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not hard. Just do it's it. Not. It's not. I it's it's just not. What well, I'm just fucking flabbergasted at is like how we're in like I feel for you guys and I want to let you guys know that I'll do everything I can in my power but I cannot understand how we're pushing for schools to reopen. Oh I know. Yeah. Trust me I know. It's it's
1: bad bad when teachers are being forced to go back to school and then also trying to make sure that their wills are up to date before they go. It's not how you should want to go into a work like you shouldn't have to worry about that kind of stuff but that's that's the the real truth now that's kind of where we're at you know gross yeah it's not great it's not great
0: all right man let's uh let's steer the conversation a little bit more over video games yeah
1: Well, yeah. well, Sarah, have you been playing anything? I don't know if you can necessarily bring much to this conversation. You, you were playing the game of life, and you oh, did wow. win. You did win. I've been playing enough. You've been playing right, enough? Well, okay.
0: Why, don't we, like why don't we go ahead and start what's in your console with you, buddy?
2: All right. How about we start with some Animal Crossing?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right. dude. Okay, because like the feel good hit of the year. <laughs> we have uh, we have Val and I have dropped off, and now Val's hit this point where like she doesn't want to go back. She's like, I've been gone too long. I am a nervous wreck. <laughs> so yeah. just like, she, she hates that mechanic where uh-huh. they like make you feel like shit. And plus like some of them move out now and I just got fucking Lucha. I had to like do some shady shit to get Lucha to move into my island. So now I just hope he's still there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't gotten a chance to check out any of the new content other than the shrubbery, which I bought some and never even planted. So please, sir, tell shrubbery. me. Yeah. You Apparently um, Leaf, the sloth, now mm-hmm. visits your island anywhere like either Monday or Wednesday. Holy uh, cow, that's you... old news. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Like, fucking, I,
2: I, yeah, at yeah, some yeah.
0: point, like, I, w- I was just a Toy Story meme, like, I don't want to play with you no more. <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> I, was, I was
2: using my phone as a hotspot to play online, get, uh, get on get onto my island. No, it's not that bad, actually. I, I've got 20 gigs of data. And then unlimited data after that, that's Dude. lower speed. But, you know, I still pay through the ass for it.
0: <laughs> God, Canon just sounds cooler every time. It like, depends. we just keep nah, saying this. No, 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 no,
2: no. Your cell phone plans are much better. Much oh, I better. Much I don't know about that. Much better. about our, our oh.
0: hotspotting?
2: Yeah, no. I, I got. Well, your, your coverage might suck, but your plans are better. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're not great.
2: Anyways, yeah, we did, uh, we, we did the fireworks thing and, um, basically like the, when the fireworks were, were happening, I got some custom ones up in there. So I had a Studio Mud Prince one. I had a Nova Scotia flag. Oh, and... I totally
0: forgot about the fireworks thing that was yeah, announced.
2: That's pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, we did, here's the funny thing too, okay? Every time that we do a, like a villager raid, we go to the Mystery Islands to find a villager for the one that moved out. I had a heart issue. <laughs> Every time we did it. So I don't know if I want to do that anymore. <laughs> but Oof. um but yeah, uh we, we did like uh with something along the lines of like two hundred Nook Miles tickets. We amassed like two hundred of them and we did uh we did the uh the mystery island tours to try to get a new villager that was pretty cool. Um,
0: so wait, you, you, you put in the work for two hundred tickets? Well, they did. You know, okay, did I share this story with you guys real quick? Okay, so you guys recall that I threw a um, birthday party, like a a actual full-out birthday party um, in Animal Crossing New Horizons for Val. So what I had to do, it took a combination of... Going on Nookazon to get all the birthday items ahead of time, which I found out apparently they'll be given to you if you just put like on your birthday, you can get them from the shop, which right. I didn't realize that. So I could have time traveled, but I didn't really want to risk that. And I had turnips at the time. Um, so I went on eBay and I bought fucking Nookmouse Nook tickets. No way. I, I did, dude, the whole fucking transaction was surreal as shit. I spent ten dollars on like 300 tickets (laughs) um and i was just like okay just uh send me your dodo code and uh an hour right here in the message i'm not shitting you this fucking villager that looked like todd phillips's fucking take on the joker like Mm -hmm. this joaquin phoenix looking motherfucker comes to my stupid fucking island i'm just like aghast and they just they just drop the tickets, they drop it, they do their wave, mm. and then they fucking disappear. Mounce. And it, it was just, like, the weirdest, goddamn weirdest thing that, like, ever, like, took place. But it worked. I had the I had the fundage that I needed for nukazon to get all the um, birthday decor and everything set up. And I set up a birthday-ass room. I wish I took proper screenshots to share. I just shared everything off of my phone, which I keep forgetting that, oh, you know... I can do this with my switch. This, um, this just really sounds like the uh,
1: precursor to like the money laundering that we saw in CS:GO and like FIFA, <laughs> like <laughs> Ultimate Packs. Like it's dude, just gonna be like money the... laundering and Animal Crossing for for. I mean. there, in the sec-
0: I, if you go on right now, you can. And like this, I don't get the miles. I the miles tickets, I absolutely get. Mm-hmm. But like, if you wanted to go on the second hand market right now on eBay, you can purchase to get all of the bestiaries for fish, hmm. bugs, fossils, all of it. There'll be somebody that comes to your island and you just need to message what you're missing and they'll come through and you can I didn't think
2: you could do that. I thought with bugs and fish you couldn't trade.
0: No, but you can drop it. So hmm. you can drop it to the point where like they can just visit the island and once you drop it you can like pick it up.
2: <laughs> but I thought I thought that uh, if you went to the island you couldn't drop anything because that uh, it doesn't give you the option to drop it only gives you the option to place and you can't place when you're visiting
0: hmm yeah. I do, if you go on eBay right now I'm sure we can find something That, but I know that a lot of that's for sale like it because the moment I spent the fucking money on those miles tickets man did that algorithm like kick it up and just like alright dude so you like, how, this? Much new, Maybe, like yeah. how much you want to pony up for New Horizons like it's 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 just so weird that, like, this entirely, like, this underground economy has popped up in, like, the most, like, fiendish of ways. Mm-hmm. Like It's
2: going to be the next uh, move online. You wait and see.
0: Oh, Christ. I, yeah. I would not be surprised. Um, so far, uh, Nintendo just ah. announced, um, or it was a, Nintendo, and I don't know who uh, produced the figures, but... Uh, they were able to determine that it is still the most talked about game that has released so far in the year twenty twenty, which is oh, easily, yeah. bizarre mm. when you think I mean granted I mean, it is
2: it is a game you play over the course of a year, right? So mm.
0: Right. It does have like it's not a very like flash in the pan in, in a sense, but like at the same time, like I don't know. I've I have to ask just because you know how hard we went into it, but I think we hit it too hard. What's like kept you and you and Ren going?
2: Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, we're just basically phasing out villagers we don't really like, getting other villagers that we might like, terraforming the island to our specifications. There are some, there are still some things that I want to do, even though I've already got the five-star island, but,
0: uh... Oh, dude, I...
2: I've got some cool force uh, force perspective, uh, backdrops as well.
0: The one thing that, um... I need to do as well and like maybe, okay, I'm pretty sure you guys both have your own individual Island, but the one thing I was talking to Val about is I want to get, um, cause I have my Japanese account, uh, on my switch so I can access Japanese eShop, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure if I set up that profile to share the Island with my main profile to where they would have their house, I could literally use their house as a second building that I can turn into like a cafe and diner. And like uh, another thing, and I this is the one thing I didn't get to figure out. It's actually a smart used, way to do it. Yeah, dude. But I I want to know um, because you have those custom the inventory for uh, custom scans through uh, the QR code creator. Yeah. Um, but I've used all mine up between my uh, my wrestling room having all those wrestling flyers, the arcade room having all the arcade flyers, yeah. and I wanted to create like some uh like street works and other like signage that I couldn't really do. I'm wondering if that second player that shared the island with me, um, that I would set up as a dummy, if I would also have a secondary QR code inventory for more designs that I can then, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but I'm not sure if we'd share it, but if I do, you know,
2: nothing stops you from setting up another dude and seeing what comes up.
0: Right. I, I, Except for time and energy, because I, like, I, yeah. like so, yeah. I'm, like, in these planning stages, I'm, like, this Art Vandalay architect motherfucker who just, like, all, <laughs> all bark and no bite. Like, I, I have these plans, the wheels are spinning in my head, but, like, I don't want to face the disappointment of not being able to do it, so I'm, like, asking, has anybody fucked with this yet? I don't
2: know. Probably just ask Day afterwards.
0: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I would yeah. love to, because I'm... I like. I'm fairly certain that's mostly her like wheelhouse between that and Final Fantasy XIV, which, oh man, and it's a bummer too because like my um my Games Pass is actually going to expire today too, and like I downloaded Grounded and have yet to check it out. Mm. And I really need to. Che- I don't know if that beta's closed yet, but um uh, my I I think it's part of the game preview program, so I don't know if it's necessarily a
1: beta status like where it's like you know a short term thing. I think it's like just in the preview program until you know it goes 1.0 hmm. so I think so, as long as, as long as you have game pass or you have access to it I don't know can you can you pre-purchase grounded and just have access to it through that I would assume I don't know i I, I think you would just be able to buy it outright and have access to it still
2: so. so like uh Final Fantasy 14 you say uh um... I heard that their
1: trial like huge now like the actual oh, trial yeah? is like the full game basically did you
2: did you play Heavensward yet
0: I have Heaven Sword, and um, you know what's funny is I have Plus, so there's nothing stopping me other than the additional subscription of 14, which I don't know if Square Enix still does it. Um, I'm so sorry for that ice cream truck jingle you heard. That's my fucking dryer, Um, in case you guys heard it. (laughs) I love it. Um, But I'm fairly certain if they no longer do that they had a bundle uh, subscription, where if you were an active player of 11. And you also played 14 that you can do, like, one monthly.
3: Mm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And it would give you access to both. But I don't know if they still do that. I don't even know what 11 looks like, and I you really want to go. They
1: just came out with new content for 11, like a new story in 11. And they have, like, the Return to Vanadiel program, like, for the next. Yeah. I, I think it's still, like, the 21st that you can come back for free and play it. Oh, I could, really? I
2: couldn't do it. I bought the entire thing again. I did, I was just like, 11
1: mm. for 11? deal
2: with it at can't do it after playing fourteen.
1: No, of course. I, but but it'd be cool to like just jump in there and just kind of like, oh look at well, <laughs> my, my, my 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 Taru Taru. I love it. It's like, <laughs> but well here's a way and here's so a fucked quaint. up way
0: I have to play it because the last time I played it and I was playing it extensively and that's when they had just introduced uh the field guide missions that you can use to boost and because basically leveling yeah. in that game is way easier and way faster, and I've been wanting to go. And holy crap um, was
2: it ever difficult? And there's a
0: lot of emotional baggage just because a lot of the friends that I did play with it. Like, if I do go back, I need to go to Sarah's server. I can't play on my. I, I can't play on. Um, I don't think I. I think I was on around. Bismarck.
1: Yeah. Christ. Um. I think mine. Did they like consolidate a bunch of servers at one
0: point? I don't know. But if we did go back, I'd have to convince you both to come with me. Um. Because I. I don't know. There's a lot of baggage. I can't go back between like. An X that I want to avoid. I would love if you uh, went and back then... and
1: they're like, "You said you'd never show your face here again." <laughs> <laughs> you, we told yeah, you. <laughs> <I>
2: just... <laughs> you know what? I mean, I've got, I've got the the biggest expand, uh, the biggest pack that they've got for eleven, I believe. Um,
0: yeah, I did too, and, and and it grabbed. Well, not the newest one. Though I got like a really weird, like super low print one for three sixty, and me now too. it's not even on three sixty anymore. The Seekers yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, it's the last yep, one I got too. was
1: Seekers one on three sixty. Yep.
2: But I I bought and... it on Steam.
1: Yeah, Steam had one that was I think the same. Yeah, I just found
0: here. out too that uh apparently eleven doesn't work on Steam Link. So Makes sense. um what I'm gonna have to do is uh luckily my Alienware laptop, uh the M sixteen has a HDMI out. So um that I'm just gonna fucking do it the way I've always done it, controller and keyboard, but the laptop and whatnot is gonna just hang out on a coffee table while I still play everything on the big screen because and and I'm going to hate it because like it looks so fucking gorgeous and refined on 360 mm-hmm. and like it still doesn't look great even on the highest optimized settings for a PC.
2: So I've got Final Fantasy 11 Ultimate Collection Seeker's Edition mm-hmm. and Ultimate Collection Abyssia Edition.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I grabbed that on Steam as well. So I'm going to have to look into it cuz like Here's another thing that's gonna throw a wrench into all of this. I want to get back into Monster Hunter because, uh, like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that's gone there. Yeah, exactly. And but the like the thing with Monster Hunter is it's still super dependent on people playing with you. Yes. So I think I've done literally everything I can do on my own, mm-hmm. and now I can't find any reliable players that I keep a a, a regular, um, consistent form with to be like, hey, let's go fucking. I could I could just I could never do Monster Hunter. But what did come out and I have yet to set up and I do have friends that are actively on is Fantasy Star Online 2, which I have yet to really get situated on my one because I like been so fucking swamped with everything else. So I would love at some point if we can coordinate it with all of our fucked up schedules, we I would d I would love to visit all three of these fantasies. Like, fucking, and, like, shit. Like, we could even 14. make a stream of it. Not, Final I...
2: Fantasy fourteen is one that I know that we can get through very, very quickly as long as we're on the same Would that uh, be PC, or can you play
0: PS4, PC, like, I cross think it, Is it cross-play?
2: It is cross-play between PS4 and PC. Okay. Okay,
1: good.
0: I don't know if my PC would have
1: 14, I'll be honest. I don't know. It might be chugging along if I tried that, so maybe I got, I got mine I'm... cranked up to Ultra. Yeah. We'll see.
0: I I'm curious to see how Heaven Sword would um, cuz I believe they retroactively patched it, but I'm curious to see how it would yes. perform on a pro. Sure, sure. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: It, it'll it'll look good. Mhm. Yeah, it'll look really So. Good.
0: Damn, dude, I like this plan. I'm gonna have to map out some stuff, and then we'll have to figure out a billing schedule. But then afterwards, Stormblood
2: is garbage. But uh, it re- like Final Fantasy 14 redeems itself with Shadowbringers. We're
0: we're babbies, dude. Like I don't know, I don't like, I don't know if I can speak for Andrew, but I'm I'm straight up babby. I was level seven. Oh, in 14, oh, like in Heaven Sword. <sighs> yeah, dude. I I, I don't remember I, I, don't know if I even played. Okay. I don't know if
1: I even played 14 2.0. I might have played original, like 1.0, and then I never jumped back on when they redid it. Man,
2: Daruna has the mark of the seven because <laughs> she Jesus. had the original character and it uh, migrated over to uh, 2.0. My,
1: mine should have, so if I did get back yeah. on, it should have, but I don't remember exactly how that all went. kick ass. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I, I resubscribed. I hadn't really played it in earnest, but I think I will want to make a push to get through uh, Shadowbringers uh, finally. Mm-hmm. And actually, I bought one of these guys, too. Whoop. I actually bought an Xbox One controller. Yeah. <laughs> so, um I I bought a wireless dongle so that I could test the Hyperkin S-wheel and I think I'm just going to put it to good use with Dude, the uh the uh, the S or the the Xbox One controller. So.
0: Right. And, and okay, so you know what's funny too and like I'll I'll have to save it. Please remind me, but like I I feel like I've discovered a whole new world. That I'll have to share with you guys. It has done fucked me up. But like uh, in terms of like just embracing like trying to go wireless with everything as much as possible, um but in concern to uh animal crossing, so I know that with the like summer and fall updates, you can swim now there's the fireworks, and yep. also um was it w- were you able to get married as well? No, or that was just something to...
2: that someone did you can get you can get marriage items, but uh, you can 't get married per se, okay. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't know if they because I didn't quite understand that reveal too much. Like I, I I'm gonna be honest, I didn't invest uh, as much attention as I should have. But I do know that like the next update is supposed to come like around September to October, right? Um, for Animal Crossing, I don't know. It's something that, I mean, all of our friends that um, have played it. I mean, they're all, for the most part, remaining somewhat consistent in it. So I'm sure it wouldn't be too much of an issue for us to, like, get in. Like, I missed my, my real birthday in it. Uh, my birthday was just a week ago. and I'm like, oh, I should. But, like, you know, it's, it is what it is. I'll have to, uh, at some point, set some time to go and visit it. And I can't, but I'll tell you why later. So anyway, um, aside from Animal Crossing, uh, you guys have been able to parse out villagers and then you guys got the 200 Nook Miles tickets. Let me ask this, okay. um, and Val and I also ran into this a lot to where it kind of killed our interest. We kept running into the same islands. We just kept yeah. hitting the same islands. Are you guys? Is it, has Nintendo gotten that shit figured out?
2: That's kind of how it is, to be honest. There's like eight or nine or ten different islands that you can hit, but um, some are harder to get than others. It's the villagers that are different every time. So that's, yeah. that's what makes it really worth, uh,
0: really worth visiting. Well, see, we, uh, I haven't even gotten to the point where like, I've really only curated one villager and that was Lucha. And even then I feel like Lucha is one of the few, like, I'm wondering, cause we were talking about that second economy. I'm wondering like if the NFC cards are just as hard to get because there are some that I know I can get through the NFC cards. Um, I'm just really bummed that like literally nothing's been done with the amiibos. Like oh, they're I was worthless. Say,
1: I remember those NFC cards. Yeah. And I remember them being like no one cared, and now all of a sudden it's like
2: we have a few of them that are worth like hundreds of dollars at this point. Ah, yeah,
1: man. From
2: series one Animal Crossing amiibo cards, yeah. Damn. Like, we've well, got see, fauna, for example. So
0: it's it, you know it's funny is like Val and I like we've fallen in love with the uh, amiibo festival. I still like I would I would love a switch port to be honest, just because I feel like it, it it really did not get the do it should have gotten. And granted, it was very gimmicky and probably like a really dumb excuse to sell Animal Crossing Amiibos, but like just being able to integrate it, like, I mean, even Happy Ho- Housemaker, they've found a way to retroactively connect back to the mm-hmm. fucking Pocket Camp has a place in New Horizons. <laughs> if anyone can figure out how to integrate everything and just make it like one nice big climate, it's Nintendo.
2: Yeah, like I've got all of the uh, the actual figures except for spring outfit Isabel. That's the one that I'm missing.
0: Yeah, I'm missing one of the Isabels, and then I have a few like I'm. And Animal Crossing meebles are actually ones I'm near, near set on. Like I just grabbed Kicks. He was on a sale somewhere randomly. Right on. Um, Those are the ones that are definitely getting budgeted out anywhere you yeah, see. But...
2: I, I got them all for like three bucks. Jesus.
0: Yeah, man. I don't know, like. But amiibos are still coming out. They're just coming out like at this point, like in a super new, like very niche release. Like I don't yeah. even
1: they all I know is they're doing the Joker and and Hero from Dragon Quest are the only two they've announced that I'm aware of at this yeah, point. Yeah,
2: I'm 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 done with amiibos if I'm totally honest. I like I think I've got everything that I'll ever want. I'm
1: I'm stuck um, now, man. I have to now.
2: <laughs> I I
0: have 112 like just all and they're all open. They're yeah. all open. They're all hanging out. It's, like, mm. at some point, I have to... Yeah. <laughs> I've,
2: I've got round about 100 sealed. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. None of them are sealed. God, if they were sealed, fuck. Like, I'm still...
1: It looks like my basement. I've
0: already made the decision to, like, sell this set that, like, I need to get rid of because I just don't have the room for it, and I'm fairly mm. certain... I don't know if they'll still go for anything. This fucking... They might. Breaking bad set that I did not let breathe. So... <laughs> um. So, but I anyway, guess, exi- outside
2: of Animal Crossing, there's a few other things I've been playing. Trials of Mana for the Switch, um, dude.
0: Okay, please talk to me about that because um, I got the ROM from Collection of Mana, extracted to run on my SNES. Right. And we've been planning because we we Val and I have been like just doing it for funsies. But I'm planning like a new PPR feature called Arcade. Right. Um. Where we're going to play through Secret of Mana and uh, Trials of Mana. Both the original and the new remake for oh, both nice, of them. Oh, yes. So, I still got to get the logistics for that one set up. It's, uh, that...
2: it's good. Um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit, actually. Uh, there's a bit of clunkiness to it, but I mean, it comes from the era. And uh, the voice acting isn't terrible. Uh, although, I did switch it over to Japanese.
0: Oh, okay, because I was about to say, I heard nothing but horror stories with the dub. Yeah,
2: I mean people are picky
0: though, right? So Yeah. Uh
2: but yeah, otherwise it's fun. I haven't done much in terms of like uh getting into it because, you know, hospital tests, but uh on a lot of my downtime I played some of that and and uh it was it was a pretty decent time. I'll definitely be going back to it. Um Airgrave, been playing that on PS one.
0: Yeah All <laughs> right, I'm excited for this one.
2: Now um Obviously, I'm going to save a lot of this for the review that's going to be coming up. But uh, there's, there's a, a lot of aspects to it that I like. And there's definitely aspects of it that could have been done a lot better. Uh, like the aim fire function, for example. How when you start it, it, it'll get interrupted if you so much as tap that button even once. Uh, so it can lead to confusion and a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of... Um, uh, what's the, what am i looking for here it's it, it's there's interruptions that occur when you don't want them to oh, yeah. occur basically. there there are yeah.
0: hangups when you're yeah. kind of messing around with your interface but i i feel like those hangups like it it's a combination of the just the the response for the controls which are in yeah. themselves a little weird but also um the fucking hybrid animations between like the polygons and 2d sprites that are yeah just... the,
2: the presentation is definitely up there especially in terms of sound i love the soundtrack in this game i oh, mean dude, both so both good. santos games have great soundtracks the uh, both airgrave and stalfetter have pretty pretty great music um but the uh The visuals, yeah, there are times where some of the stuff is a little out of place, but on the whole, it does work very, very well. And it was their claim to fame at the time where no one else was doing it. So, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying that one quite a bit, actually, uh, despite its uh, its inherent issues. Um, I got Mm -hmm. uh, an Evercade for my birthday. Um, I'm missing three cartridges for it at this time, all three of which are on back order, but they're on their way. Uh, so I'll be able to start uh, my coverage on that, but I haven't played them outside of testing the one cartridge to see how the the, uh, the system worked. And it does. Uh, it's responsive enough, right?
0: So, um, but there have been a lot of updates recently that have fixed a lot of the issues. Yeah,
2: you can button map stuff, uh, and there's you know inter- interface uh, rebalancing, and I think there's uh, a new update that's going to be coming in uh, coming up sooner or later. But I bought one of these guys here. This is a mini HDMI to HDMI cable and nice. I'll be able to stream the Evercade as well. So that'll be pretty uh pretty straightforward. Um, oh,
0: man, you just uh-oh. brought up something that really pissed me off actually. <laughs> um so the Neo Geo X runs exactly like that mini HDMI to HDMI. Right. So I got a mini HDMI Oh, you were to, telling me about this last uh, time we recorded it. HDMI female out. Mhm. Yeah, so I can try the M Classic to force a fucking 4x3 ratio on what's either ways a, a locked 16x9 <laughs> from the OGOX. It didn't fucking work, so... Oh, no. Now... No. Yeah, so now I'm torn between either using my M Classic on the new Framemeister, which... Holy shit, this thing's fucking bananas, and I don't know how to use it. I need to download all the Firebrand profiles and kind of fuck with it, but so far, like, I... I- I like got things to look really good, but then I'm also weird that they also look like um, air, like it looks like airbrush sometimes where it's smeary and I want to yeah. get rid of that smear. Oh, uh, um, you're probably
2: talking about super Famicom, right? Super Nintendo. No, no? I'm
0: talking about PlayStation two. Oh yeah. No, No, little... the 240 stuff. Easy. Yeah. It looks great.
2: Well, the, the super Nintendo has issues if you don't have a certain model.
0: Oh god! Yeah, I didn't if, even know if you that. have
2: a one chip Super NES, you're golden. But otherwise, there's a bit of a bleed on the uh, edges of whites and blacks.
0: Oh no! I've got a yeah. I've got a junior. Oh, okay. So.
2: I'm, I'm sur- oh yeah, you probably had that modded though, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. good. That'd be a- um, okay. Funny enough, you mentioned that though. So, fuck. All right. I remind me because something did happen. It's pissed me off, and we'll find yeah. out tomorrow. I'll go off on Twitter, but like, remind me on that. Oh, dude, I all hate right. all this shit. I'm just going
2: to cap this off with a couple of NES games. We've got Tengen Fantasy Zone. Uh, New Bullet was dope on it. Pretty good. I-, I like it. It's definitely a terrible version, but it's still very playable. It's not nearly as unplayable as people seem to think. Uh, and finally, Worm, Journey oh, to the Center of the Earth. Uh, this is a game that has it all. It's got side-scrolling and top-down shooting. It's got adventure sequences. It's got strategy. It's got first-person. It's got action. It's got it's story, spelled worm it's super everything cool. you want in yeah. a game. It's super. Is good.
0: there a romance sim? Yeah, Ooh. can is there a dating sim in it? Are Not they quite. in school? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, Not quite. <laughs> we need that Barkley Shut Up and Jam update. guidance. Like I need I need my worm dating sim. Yes. But uh yeah, that's
2: that's all I got, I think. Oh wait, no, I'm lying. There's one last thing. you know what? We'll save it for another time. It's okay.
0: Are you sure? Because uh, i
2: I've... Yeah, I mean it was Toba Toba Girl Deluxe. It's a, oh, I
0: didn't get the chance to watch that either. It's the Game Boy game, yeah? Yeah, a
2: physical Game Boy release by Tangram and First Press Games. They sent along the uh, collector's edition for us to check out. It uh, comes with a two-disc soundtrack in the little uh, box. They're little 8-centimeter cool. discs, which is pretty cool. Um, it also comes with like a poster, full-color manual, the little plastic I'm... tray insert. Like, it's, it's a legit Game Boy release.
0: I I've seen it and I I love the art style. It like really reminded me of Tower of Heaven. The way oh, like yes. it just does these like simpl like I don't know, I, and I dig it too because it's just a it's a nice like just vertical puzzler, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's uh you're basically jumping off of enemies, trying to strategize uh you know energy management for flapping your arms versus time. Um, and, you know, being able to dispatch enemies properly while jumping up and grabbing extra clocks, it's, it's a lot more in depth than someone might, uh, might think at, at a glance, but, uh, it even has super Game Boy compatibility.
3: Hmm.
0: So that's crazy. It's pretty great. Yeah. So it comes with its own custom wow. background and everything?
2: 100%. That's Fuck, really cool.
0: that's yeah. crazy. It's,
2: it's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. So. Um, and they're coming out with new ones too. There's a new game called Power that's going to be coming out. We're going to check that one out too. Well, what's cool about these games is like, they like, come with collectible coins. Like challenge coins? And we got kinda. like a gold coin that comes sort sort of They're, It's like, yeah, you know, when you go to the mint or you, you buy something yes. from the mint and it's preserved in a plastic case yeah. to maintain the coin's luster. Yeah. Sa- same sort of deal. They have them gold bronze. Is it and silver random what you get a gold one? No, the gold ones, the bronze ones, and the silver ones are based oh, on wow. when you get so them and wow! So even collector standpoint,
1: that's a big deal too. So. Yeah,
2: exactly. And they even sent along a, uh, a an original Tobotobu cartridge as well. So Tobotobu Girl Deluxe is the full boxed uh, Game Boy Color version. The original was for just the Game Boy, and there's only a hundred and fifty wow. in the world right now.
0: Jeez. so they, they actually That's sent really one cool. of those
2: for us to check out too so mm-hmm. big ups on I, uh, first press
0: i can't i can't keep up with boutique or, or boutique boutique uh production anymore i just can't i can't no, i'm already a part of there's too much and like even then like uh limited run finally released their replacing oh. saturn cases Gone. Nice. but gone oh, wow. I, I gotta wait for that second wave uh the analog he, pocket. He didn't even that get a pre-order. A I know, Fucking man. I was like, Wooden, whoa, like, <laughs> like less one. than an hour, it was gone. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah it was minutes. Like, actually, tw- yeah. oof.
0: The m- eight minutes. Yeah. And like, we could really use that for like some Neo Geo. Like I'm, like I said, I really want to mm-hmm. like get that woozle shit going when he does get the Neo Geo pocket color in the DS consoleizer. But until then. Uh, for analog, just for me personally, so I can look at it on my CRT. I, w- I would love. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I want an analog pocket. It's fucking like as stupid as it may sound. Sure. I could probably sure. get a pie and do what I want to do, but I don't.
1: Yeah. No, we got it. Um, that's it.
0: By the way, I'm, that I'm totally glad you're
1: playing stuff, man. I'm surprised.
0: <laughs> hey, dude. Like I, I, I would see, and that's the thing too. Like it's so weird because I have like this new mentality towards it. Like um. The Jay and Silent Bob Maul Brawl game is out for NES, and you can get it uh, directly through either Castlevania uh, or Limited Run, I believe. Or I think Limited Run's finally sold out, but Castlevania still has a few. But I'd rather just get the ROM yeah. at this point and just put it on my EverDrive. I would rather get the ROM for Tobu Tobu Girl and just get it on my EverDrive. And like, I would yeah, totally buy it. I'd, these... I'd recommend
2: it. It's free. It's, oh, you don't you don't have to buy it. It's it's always been an open source free game. But huh. if you wanted to, and I did. You can sure, chuck a few of bucks to the dead, right? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's like, I don't know, that's the state of mind I'm at right now with uh, that. But yep. before I go into that, Andrew. Uh, so I have three things that I was going to bring your to
1: the table. I'm playing one for review, so I don't know if I can actually talk about it. I think it's embargoed until the 17th. Um, But uh, the things I can talk about, things I've been playing, uh, Maneater, this came out a few months ago. I just now got to it. Um, it, It's a janky-as-all-hell game, but it is kind of fun in its own weird way. Um, Open open world world in the sense that you're in the water. Kind of, kind (laughs) of. Like, you... You're in the water in specific locations, and you kind of fast travel from location to location, but you can get on the actual beach. You just can't go very far. You do run out of oxygen and have to go back into the water. Um,
0: So is it like open world in the sense of the first Tomb Raider remake where there are like these sections? So you will be in a section until you fight
1: basically its version of a boss, which is like, you know, um, a shark hunter. And you'll kind of progress and do missions and do objectives, mm-hmm. upgrade your shark, and then once you get this specific boss, you defeat that boss and you progress to the next world or the next body of water. Um, you kind of do that until you get to the main boss who's, spoiler alert, if you guys don't want the story story of a man-eater spoiled, uh, you're a baby shark whose mother was killed and you're going after the shark hunter that killed her. And so that's the whole premise of the game. That's Ooh. it. Like, you were a baby shark, you bit off this dude's arm, and he's seeking revenge on you. You're seeking revenge on the death of your mother, Bambi style. That's that's pretty much the whole story.
0: Reverse oh, Bambi. Now Bambi if they, they would have gotten
1: the the oh, the rights Bambi. to that song. That of course should have happened, but they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Um, yes,
2: it's oh, too bad. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's a janky game. It's like if they took Saints Row the third and put it on the Wii. Is kind of what it looks like to me. It, it's really bad. <laughs> it,
0: it, but
1: but but I think but I think really? it's forgivable.
0: Oh man, you're the first person. Like everybody It just is fun. That's the thing. The the it's dumb,
1: stupid, janky fun, but
0: it's good. It...
2: So it's good jank, then, yeah. It's kind of like a uh, totally reliable delivery service.
1: Yeah, but 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 it feels like the physics are even worse. Mm. You know, like like they're even worse. But um, but no, what? It, it, it is.
0: How you're underwater? Well, uh, like what, what
1: Oh my fucking... god! It, it's How do you the fuck camera's that so up? bad. The navigation is like just. It's horrible. Like you'll have a marker on your map. Like go here. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to get there? It's in the ground. Like I'm in the water, dude. Like what do you want me to do? I can't burrow, can I? Like can I do that? Can this shark burrow underground? I don't know.
2: Uh, <laughs> yo, uh, are you guys? Up I for did fight see crab uh a uh, uh, striker oh, on uh, giant
1: bomb was playing that and I saw that and I was like, oh, this looks dope as shit. The one crab had like rockets strapped to him and he got shot yeah. into space basically. And came back down with like a fucking just like asteroid elbow drop. It was, it was pretty cool. I would, I, I would, I would. The answer yes. to that is yes. I would absolutely <laughs> awesome. want to play that. Yeah, that would be amazing.
2: Oh, yeah. It's kind of like EDF, new, but like games if
1: EDF, like the monsters, like you could play as the monsters, is what it looks like to me. It looks really fucking cool. So, yeah, that might be, that <laughs> yes. might be our next, uh, uh, yeah limelight I'm yeah i was gonna down. say limelight like, would be perfect do a for that absolutely can do a games um but yeah man eater it's i played a few hours and it, it is fun but it is a broken game so you have to kind of go into it knowing it's not going to be a polished experience at all
0: that's so weird because for, it's 40 not, bucks, it doesn't have a 40 bucks price. retail i was I've been i mean like I, I would say unfortunately it. that's
1: kind of budget for us nowadays right that's... like 40 bucks is considered budget i think i've never seen a title <sighs> unless it's downloadable only like physical disc release i've only ever seen the cheapest being 40 bucks but 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 it has been going on sale for thirty quite often. I mean, I that's when I, I, grabbed, I grabbed it. Was when it was on sale for thirty.
0: I grabbed. Yeah. Oh, okay, I grabbed Trials of Mana for the Switch, even yeah. like Switch Which tax would be and all
1: probably for a forty. Better, uh, better investment. Um, speaking of Switch RPGs, I also started playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe. I don't know what they call it on the Switch version. Um, this one came out on the Wii U originally, and I bought it and never played it. Like I legit just bought it 'cause it was Atlas. I was like, I'll buy it of course and then never touched it. I don't know, did any of you ever play it? Yeah.
0: I bought it and have yet to 'cause I but I grabbed it on I I was late to it. I'm like everybody mm-hmm. always talks about like how good it is, and I haven't gotten a chance to sit down with it just because I don't know what it is, man, but these mm-hmm. Shin Megami Tensei games they like they uh-huh. have they have a hard time grabbing me.
2: I wanna say that um well, I don't want to say. Well, the truth of the matter is, gotcha. I so, um, it and I, I finally
1: started playing it on the Switch because it came yeah. out, uh, earlier this year on the Switch, and I bought it when it was on sale here recently. And yeah, I bought it on the Wii U, never touched it. And I think this was the first time where they're kind of doing like the uh, Shin Megami Tensai fire emblem crossover was what it was kind of toted as. And I started playing it, and I don't really see necessarily where the fire emblem stuff comes into play. I think it's just an aesthetic alone, like. I don't know if it's a spoiler. It's just in the first, like, 30 minutes of the game, but um, they they have what their version of Persona is. It's called a Mirage. And one of the Mirages, the name looks familiar uh, from a Fire Emblem game. So I'm thinking that's where that crossover comes into play.
0: I, yeah. Is it, like, some Kingdom hearts ass shit where it's very much its own thing, but it uses, mm-hmm. like, just familiar? Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think that's what they're doing. I think they're taking games, a lot from that okay. universe and incorporating it into the Mirages. Um, and I think, like, from, like, a uh, character, like, the way the characters are designed, I think maybe has some Fire Emblem influence, but it is very much just a Persona game, in my opinion. Like, if you want a Persona game on the Switch before the new one comes out, which I think Shin Megami Tensei five is still coming out for the Switch sometime, maybe this year, next year. Um, but if you want a Persona game, this scratches that itch, I have to say. Like, it's got a lot of similarities.
0: Oh, dude, I still have my Wii U set up. So I will be happy to play mine already on Wii. That's the thing. Like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen a lot of reason to like port what I already have in my. I think Wii the only thing I would maybe do is Pikmin, Ma- maybe now with the Pikmin like, I being announced. It. That see, that's the one because it worked I, so well on the U like, okay, gamepad. For the, yeah, if you yeah, didn't play it, yes, yes. But, like, if you have not played on a Wii U, absolutely. If you have it on a Wii U and yeah. you still happen to have your Wii U hooked up, don't. I I can't imagine, like, what sort of adaption or concession it'll make because it works. Same thing with, uh, well, I mean, Rainbow's mm-hmm. Curse, like, if it's docked, I can't see it. But, like, uh, being a portable-only game, which we've seen a few of those already. Switch. Uh, so, to they actually me, have Switch releases have where you can only
1: play well. it, like, on, like, the lights, basically?
0: Or yeah. you can only play. It I did know Mortal they were doing mode. that. that like, it, that's some like 3DS it, it bullshit, where right? you can only play
1: games on like the 3DS XL. Like I hate that. Like like why bother, man? At that point. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's been it's been scratched on ditch, man. They have something like uh in Persona, if you were to like stagger an enemy and they were prone, you had an all out attack, which was like the best part of that combat mechanic was doing the all out attacks. They have something in uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions called Session. Where if you attack an enemy and they are weak to it, your party character can jump in and do, like, a combo attack. And I think as you progress and gain more party members, having those combos kind of strung together, I, I think is going to be super satisfying. So I'm already really digging the mechanics. And it's it's all turn-based, you know, just like Persona. Um
0: so I never got like, okay, does it take, is it taking place in like a modern time or is it like a weird, like the, 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 the presentation of it and like the very, like So it, weird it basically is like, it's in I can
1: only assume like a, a, Japan, like a current day Japan and there's students, um, that are also really into the idols and basically they, idols and music performers have something called, um, performa. And, and, and and the enemies in this world are, are sucking (laughs) the performa from these (laughs) idols and these musicians and using it as their own energy and their own power. And so. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. They they just sap it out with a very comically big syringe. And that's how, that's how they get it. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's very, (laughs) it's very anime. (laughs) <laughs> the story, everything is very anime about it. Um, it doesn't pull any punches when it comes to that, but, but, but mechanics are sound.
0: Okay, so see... I was going yeah, to say, yeah, that's the think, thing. I guess if you're not well, into like,
1: that anime kind of presentation and not big on like just what Persona would bring to the table, like if you're not a big fan of Persona, you're not going to get anything extra out of this. It's very similar, in my opinion. They don't bring anything to it that makes it different or stand out from like, playing a Persona game, but if that's what you want, then this definitely does fill that void, in my opinion. I,
0: I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I have no shortage of JRPGs, especially, like, old ones that, like, I, it's funny, I, I just finally got the uh, English translation of Dragon Force 2 mm-hmm. done for, and I have it on my Saturn now, and I'm like, I... <laughs> No. Why did I do this? I have literally but, no time. But to no,
1: no, 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 you could. But I want if you to very
0: to. badly. I so, uh, and this will go into a whole other fucking. But yeah, no, that I I want to believe me. I absolutely want to, and I and I, at one point I will sit myself down mm. and make myself play through Persona Four and Five, um, just. I can't stand the lengthy exposition. There's Sometimes there's too that's much fair. talking yeah. to where none of it's Absolutely. interesting. Absolutely,
1: and I think that's... I don't know. I always liked story in 4. No, nothing about 4 really turned me off. I, I would say if you're going to play 1, play 4. I, I've heard good things about 5, but I myself have not played much of 5. So I would say if there's 1 to play, I would say 4. 3 is great. 3 is probably my favorite, but 3 is also very... It's not...
0: I haven't gone back to play three, yes, but I just remember. All yes, the and it's not. I would, I would say it's not gamer
1: friendly. I think four at least has mechanics to where you can kind of mindlessly grind that game and enjoy it. But three had too much going for it, where it kind of punished you as a player um, a little bit harder.
0: No, I just remember People I had to like sick. cycle out individual members and yep. then have them individually go in and grind them for a hard bit because the conditions would make them worse. And when you're actually making I progress, you the, get uh, sick, you have the to tower.
1: leave. It's yeah, it was it was not great. So I would say four yep. if you're gonna play any of them. But um,
0: but, but I lost it's a weird. Con- I lost <laughs> a controller yeah.
2: to uh, Persona Three. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, but that's weird though because the story in three was like I don't know to me infinitely more interesting, but I think it was also dialed back than four because like four is just like okay, yes. three is three is nice some dark slice shit of life, yeah. like you know high school setting. So I don't know. I'll I'll have to. It's it, the fighting mm-hmm. games make me want to love it. Like that's FOMO fair. makes me want to love it. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is. It,
2: a... y- I wish I liked the fighting games. They're too.
1: good. They're they're very talky. They're and, also very talky. Yeah, yeah they're, they're way, way too talky.
2: Too, yeah, exposition heavy. That was
1: one thing that I. Came but away that's.
0: With. I was just like, oh, I guess people who love four will love this shit. That's true, because like that's all four mm. it was to me.
1: And then yeah, so so yeah, um, so those two games, and then I started okay, so... just recently started picking up Skater XL. I've not played a whole lot of it, but um, I definitely wanted a skateboarding game.
0: Is this the remake of the first one? Compu- brand, new yeah, about do, brand new game. Yeah, I don't know what they would be remaking.
1: Because I don't know, was there a Skater XL or Skater? Oh, I'm. I'm nah, not, that that's the thing. So that's that's yeah, why I, I think wanted I'm to get this it, because the controls are very similar to Skate. Um, but I would say if you're gonna get it, I can tell you from experience. Get it on PC. There's a decent mod community right now on on the PC yeah. version where you can get like created levels you can kind of tweak the mechanics you can tweak the uh physics of the game so if you want to do some really stupid shit you can do that on pc console has none of that like they did roll out a couple of user developed maps that the developer said okay we'll put this in the game and i'm guessing they probably will support it with like post-launch content um it's 40 dollars another one of those quote-unquote budget games on consoles 40 dollars uh but it's it's okay if you want to just skate around in a sandbox and that's really all you can do. There's no story mode. There's no, there's a few missions, but you can complete the missions pretty much like in a day of playing. Um, and then the rest is just you just skating around. Um, I would say if you're going to play it, play it on PC, but it's, it's good. I mean, it's okay. You know, it's passable as a skating game. Um, there's some clipping, there's some obvious, you know, jank in the open world parts of it, but I just wanted a skateboarding game, you know, like I love the skate series. And I would say if you don't have all three skates backwards compatible on Xbox, you know, this might be an, uh, an option to play until the Tony Hawk re-release comes out. Uh, and then there's another one called session. That one's a little bit more hardcore. Uh, the control mechanics on that are very much like supposedly like real skateboarding. I guess, George, you might be the only one that could speak to that. Um, but that one's supposed to be like, it's mapped to the controls of like how your feet would be on a skateboard. Whereas this Skater XL is more like the skate games where left analog does your movement, right analog does, like, your, your tricks on the board.
0: I mm. know it's a very poor comparison and contrast, but I, I did check that out a little bit, and it it's really dependent on a number of things that I don't see how they can... Uh, 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 compensate for or, or kind of map just because like it, it you know mm. what it gave me it gave me rocksmith vibes sure. of how like that developer really wanted to try and emulate but with sessions i mean just with the fundamentals of like a kickflip and foot placement like that alone will determine a the spin and B the height that will allow you to like a catch the board in the air and smoothly land back down versus mob flip or do anything else. And, and where you have your foot place and then the pressure in which you kick the moment you go ahead and slap on the tail would giving it that pop where how, how on, how on fucking earth with an analog can stick. you really emulate yeah, yeah. that with an, with yes. And like, it it just it, it gives us like false precedents where like I get what you're going for, but I think the closest we're really gonna get to that is the system mm-hmm. that's insane, and skate that's
1: games. and and that's something I can like play because I'm pretty adept to that now playing all the skate games, um, but yeah, I mean it, it, it it's passable, you know. I don't think it changes anything than what skates already brought to the table, uh but I'm excited they're doing skateboarding games. And, and obviously we do have a new skate coming. So that of course I'll be picking up as soon as it comes out. Cause I will wholeheartedly support that skate four should have always been a thing. Um, I'm sad it took so long for it to finally be a realization, but
0: I think it, it, I unfortunately think it has very much to do like, I, Ooh, I'm going to call it dead. Sure. Space well, EA probably in general, like, but yeah, I'm sure. Yeah just it didn't mm-hmm. perform like the third one after all the hype did not perform to the extent in which ea wanted yep. it and it the company a <laughs> As the developer too
1: yeah um but yeah those yeah. are the three things i've been playing uh I have a review coming up pretty soon for the other game that i mentioned i th- I-, I think can i can yeah I-, I i know it's embargoed you're... but it's a helheim hassle it's by the guys that made manual samuel I don't know Mm -hmm. if you ever played that one. Yeah, it's it's a puzzle platformer game. It's pretty cool. They kind of showcased it here recently. Uh, Steam had like a summer indie game showcase thing, like kind of like around the time of E3, and it was one of the games they were showcasing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's you know that's something I've been playing on Xbox, and we'll have a review. I think it's uh, embargoed till the seventeenth, so that should be my next uh, upcoming review. Yeah, neat.
0: Yes, sir. Let's see. I guess it's my turn now. Um, man, I've been fucking around with a lot, but before I lose track of that, um, I mentioned to sure. hold on to that thought about the Super Nintendo. So for my birthday, and I love these things, but like, man, oh, man, and I don't know. I've done all the diagnostic testings that I could. Um, I finally got some eight-bit dough controllers. Um, so I've got the. 8 Doe gamepad uh, for SNES and I've got the N30 for NES and then finally I also grabbed uh, or she got me sorry I didn't grab she got all this for me because I asked and I got the M30 for uh, Genesis so these controllers are incredible Uh, they definitely function and uh, respond the way I would want any controller and they feel amazing the SNES one, though, um, I had no idea that the SD to SNES um, commanded so much power, that more so than a regular cartridge, so now I've either A, fried the SD card, which I ultimately should have troubleshooted more before I made this decision, or B, I fucked up my power supply unit. Um, which is an OEM power supply unit. Most likely the, the likely cause because those don't draw as much power to play regular cards. And I can play standard cards fine on my SNES. But like now my fucking SD to SNES won't boot. And granted I should have probably just checked the SD card. But I like told myself and I'm and I'm going to we're not sponsored by any means. But I'll tell you here and now I'm going to endorse the Fuck out of their products I love their products and I have a power supply unit coming in tomorrow Um, but retro game cave does a lot of high-end new like professionally modulated uh, power supplies uh, for older game hardware and man um, I've already got four of them Um, they especially are very helpful for the um, for anyone that is a um, passionate Jag or Genesis owner uh one of the biggest issues with maintaining the, the the hardware is are the power supplies and the fact that each of those add-ons are mm-hmm. all they all have individual power supplies These guys have brilliantly designed one power pack that can facilitate and draw all the power necessary for all of the consoles through a uh daisied um, one wire with three different connections and they all go through. I already have one. It's, it's called the trio. They even have them all separately modulated based on what model of Genesis you have. And they have it all separated. I also uh, grabbed one for the super graphics, which they totally have one available. If you have a super graphics with a super SD system three plugged in on the back of it, they have one ready just again because of the amount of power that Terra Onions peripheral draws. Um, they have a new one for NES, for SNES, and I need to get all of these because with me going, like, the Flash route with, like, half of my hard like, almost all my hardware, um, and the fact that I've been doing all these mods anyway, uh, I need to get that situated. So I'm hoping that when I get that power supply unit tomorrow um, and I plug it in, that everything will just boot up the way it did. Uh, But yeah, the moment I plugged in the receiver, (laughs) they're like, all right, time to check out these fucking games, or these controllers. Um, Yeah, that one fucking just Uh sucked. It was just like... So, um, but luckily, uh, because standard cards don't draw as much power, um, I was able to plug some other stuff and was able to check out the controllers. So, yeah, that was a big, that was poopy from a butt but um i'm hearing that the you know i i never had issues up until this point i've i've heard that the sd disnes can be a little finicky it's now uh branded as the FX pack pro because uh sandisk came down hard on anybody that used the term sd so that's why like the jag sd is now the jag So they're GDM making sd proprietary to FX pack
1: oh shit okay yes
0: yeah, it's so a lot of old flash stuff moniker, you're gonna yeah. notice they're dropping the, the S D term. So, um I it's still though, it's made me re like, just the ease of it, now I I wanna mm-hmm. try to get wireless controller everything. So like Sarah spoke very highly of the retrobit uh Saturn controllers. Uh so I really, really need to get those. Uh I haven't I didn't want to fuck with the Red retro- like the Genesis weirdly has because there's the cricks. Genesis controllers are the same uh, developer behind the Everdrive. He actually has wireless Genesis controllers that I hear good things about. 8 Eightbit is a lot of mixed stuff, but I I don't know. I like the sleekness of it, and so far from what I've used, I've loved it. And plus, it's also like the most affordable. Like all these controllers are like from what Val told me, like twenty five thirty bucks. Um, they also recently did one for TurboGrafx and PC Engine, but they do not have the proprietary um, receiver that will work on older hardware. Uh, it only has the USB dongle that's intended for the mini. Which, by the way, uh, if you guys haven't noticed, I published my review finally for the TurboGrafx-16 mini. Uh, overall, I really, I do like it. Like in terms of from an enthusiast standpoint, like it, it definitely hits all those buttons. Like it, it as far as fan service, it's probably the best mini console out of all of them. Like it really knows only its four audience. Of them. <laughs> but that's the problem. Is it? Yeah, exactly. It knows its audience, and it yeah. doesn't fucking do much to bring on. Uh, like, I was gonna say yeah, on. On the cast here. Like. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think the other ones: Greg Stewart and mm-hmm. fucking like that, that. Yeah, that's it. Um, Joe, Joe Redifer. She, yeah, fucking. I I was really disappointed where like there could have been a prime opportunity here from Konami. And just like the game selection, the lag—holy shit, the lag! We were talking with—I uh, was talking with a friend of the show, just a good friend, James Milky—and he has a little boy that he's like, like gradually reintroducing into st- like not only old games, but like like his mm-hmm. boy loves Kirby. So he was just like, you know, hey man, I would I I yeah. bought one and I really want him to fuck with Bonk because I feel like Bonk is something, dude. That alone is one of the biggest like there's Yeah, and you had that gift there too to on the, on the review, I thought
1: that was really cool. Yeah. Showcase it. Yeah, yeah, I
0: did everything I could to like accurately measure frame by frame. Mm-hmm. It's not great, man. It it it's a little less noticeable in certain more forgivable shooters, but like Lords of Thunder? Oh, no. Dude, Lords of Thunder is already fucked on like original hardware with like how responsive mm-hmm. you need to be to like get anywhere in that fucking game Um Oof. on the mini it's almost unplayable um, well then I know
2: so... it's, it's good to know it's not me I should just buy it for the PC engine
0: well like yeah I was about to ask Sarah like have you fucked with it like on your yeah. mini oh yeah and it was it, it like did you notice that like it, it is not fucking easy to get through at all
2: I mean I made progress mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it was easy by any stretch
0: no, man, I, ugh. granted, it, I mean, there's the Mega Man formula of, like, you know, which ideally you should get through and whatnot, but mm. even that aside, like, fucking, it, it was not, uh, it's not as smooth, and, like, it's, it's so surprising, too, because M2 is usually on their shit, I mean, the Genesis also has, um, some lag, I mean, to some extent with the Mini, but, like, it's nowhere near as bad as the Turbo graphics. like, I think out of all of them the best performing one is still the s- the SNES uh classic. Like it is yeah. it is so imperceivable in in comparison to all of these. But the only one I have yet to fuck with and I hear is the worst of the bunch and like will be um added to this little mini console s- section that I've built in the back of the room is the PlayStation classic. Um you know the what? Genesis the
2: PlayStation classic does is is miles ahead of the C64 mini.
0: Oh, yeah, I will say that the C sixty four mini I I have it's not fucking great either, but fuck that thing. It's I, trash. I, you know what, dude? I, I think it's just because you and I we are not the audience for it. Like i I thought it would be a good gateway no. to like really check out the C sixty four and it's, it's, I, it's I hear so many different things.
2: Freaking terrible. like the it it's overclocked. One hundred percent overclocked.
0: Well, yeah, but that's yeah. that was their cheap workaround because of like a lot of the pal stuff
2: the no no that's not a cheap workaround it runs literally too fast to be playable that's because of the cycle it's it's faster for 60 hertz than 50 hertz and all uh standards are 60 hertz there's no proper speed for the games at all it's literally garbage if i had not paid ten (laughs) dollars only ten dollars for it i'd be way more bitter
0: (laughs) Um, but speaking of the C64, uh, a close, um, analog to it, I, I would say that I've had way more fun than I thought and the whole, it was like a, it was a <clears throat> Pandora's fucking box, y'all. I, I cannot, I did not, like, it, it's like the equivalent of like discovering the ham radio and then like finding like the very dedicated community <laughs> around it. But, um, I finally fucked with the, uh, Panasonic, um, uh, MSX2 that I got. And then I got nice. the uh, Mega Flash ROM SD++. Uh, plus plus. So that way I didn't have to plunk the hundreds of thousands of dollars in a lot of the software that, like, commands. But holy shit, dude. Like, it to call this a video game console would be fucking weird because it's it's really just a computer. Like, just to the extent, like, I accidentally um, deleted a system partition in the game, in the console itself and had to restructure and actually fucking like download hella old sips And had it not been for my mega flash ROM, I would have bricked my fucking MSX. So, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> rough. I, I, but I know I was able, everything's fine, but like it, it has a completely different um way to go about it. so the reason why um i got this particular flashcard um, and and there's a few other ones i've been like still eyeing the carnivore which at this point i just want a fucking like flashcard that has like a fairly easy ui cuz that's the one thing i hate the most about it is it uses this uh, ui called nexer which is its default and it is it is fucking rough like Sandra bullock the net rough like fucking it it it's just like raw code um that is just navigated in a in a way that is not very friendly like for example and a lot of that has to do with my particular model because the model of msx that i grabbed is was intended and branded to be more of a game console than a computer but it has its own panasonic put its own firmware and it's even got a few built-in games and see, I have to boot around that when I boot up the cart. So if I'm trying to get to the, the cart menu, I have to hold down the escape and delete key five seconds before I see the partition boot up, and then I can get to it. And then I have to flash ROMs individually to it, and the specific uh, firmware that's in the cart only allows me to put, like, 15 games in at a time on the SD card. Hmm. Um, and that depends on whether or not I'm also using the disk drive, because... Um, the model that I have has its own where there's a built-in disc drive because there's carts and then there's discs. Um, but the one I got um, needs the disc drive to, uh, be attached as a peripheral. And instead of doing that, um, I the cart can emulate it just fine. So I got to play SD Snatcher, um, which has an excellent translation done by Melchior. And um, if you guys want to play this as well, like I, I'm going to show note it. It's fucking incredible. But the MSX community is... Like, the wild... Like, we all know about, like, the Neo Geo community or the NES community or whatnot. Like, these fucking dudes, like, they're everywhere. I have met every walk of life in this group. And, like, I have never seen so many homebrew new games being... Like, there's, like, ten of them being developed right now. It's it's insane. But, like, even, like, the native licensed hardware, I... I I so the the games I'll talk about real quick. Um, Castlevania is a really interesting curio. Um, I I really like uh Jer- like Jeremy Parrish's uh, thoughts on it are very uh, accurate to my own. Where um it has a lot of stuff that I wish got carried over into the NES, but it is so devoid of direction and like um a polish. Like the hit detection, all of it's like just hmm. fucking not great. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, but, like, for those who would get an MSX, yeah, it's, de- like, I kind of wish it was included in that Castlevania collection. Like, it, it, in every right, it should have been, but because it's using completely different setup, um, I know the same people who developed a super game module for the ColecoVision were trying to do a ColecoVision port that would work with it and basically take that, because that, that game module is essentially repurposing a lot of MSX games, like Goonies, uh, the first Goonies, for, uh, example, to work on it, um... It's not great, but you know what is fucking amazing? Contra. Mm-hmm. I I can't go back and play Contra on the NES. It is so I don't give a shit how weird this may sound if you in like YouTube and I, I would love to do some coverage on it and you know do a a play play or a limelight on it. Um but Contra like a lot of the games, the scrolling games are single screen so you scroll screen by screen like Zelda style. <laughs> um but the level design is fairly different and new and then when you um I don't know, it has a lot of the the visual flair in uh presentation of, like, the Famicom one, but, like, kind of stepped up even more. And then it's also longer. There are br- brand new levels. Like, when you fight the alien at the end of uh, Contra and you beat it, there's more. There's, like, an underground And they never put this into, like, a collection other... or anything? Yeah, dude, like, it's fucking it's only... weird.
3: Wow. No, these
0: MSX games are, like, lost. Sure, sure, like, sure. unless you're a part of this community. Um... Alest, um, I really want to show, um, Sarah, I, it's Power Strikers here, I believe, on the Master System, right, Sarah?
2: Power Strike, yeah.
0: Power Strike. Apologies, on uh, MSX. though, I don't know what it is, but it it plays. And the MSX is really like famous for being choppy with a lot of like a, like the older stuff. But like as like the revisions and developments came up with like uh, MSX two and MSX two plus plus. A lot of those later revisions of hardware were fucking like just incredible games. Um, unless I, I, I played Power Strike on Master System. It's very, they're similar, but I don't know. I love the feel of it more on the MSX and there's more presentation. Like there are cutscenes and different stuff involved. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to ch- a check out two because two was released in multiple disc forms. And that's the one thing the disc emulation is smooth but like i haven't figured out like how to um effectively cuz like once you flash a rom to the cart the cart behaves just like the actual cart you have to do like some boot commands on the keyboard to get through it um, i was going to say yeah, it sounds it's, like yeah it's, it's so it, yeah. much like a computer more so than a console but like there's a lot of cool interesting like it, there's so much software that i think it's probably I good that like it is more like a MSX pc cuz that's how
1: the community can really i think bring a lot of this stuff To the forefront now, you know it's a little bit more open.
0: So there's uh, a a known Mm -hmm. hacker uh, in the community known as File Hunter, and he is actually I'm gonna show note it. um, Not only has he maintained uh, all of these ROMs to be used on these carts, um, but he has Mm -hmm. a in-browser emulator that works really well. Like you can play these games. Oh, I'm playing Snatcher because right now, like Sega CD would be fucking
1: hard as shit right now for me. So. I would do that.
0: Snatcher on MSX is actually great, but it's funny that you mention that. And I was I believe I've already sent you guys some screens before, but uh there's a take on Snatcher uh that is I, I wish again it's mm-hmm. gotten some sort of re-release called SD Snatcher, Super Deformed Snatcher. It is I fucking a love that. That's RPG.
2: What? That's awesome.
0: It's a dude and there is a full-fledged uh translation that's excellently done by I believe um translator Melkier um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'll have to look it up later in post, but um, it's incredible. It's really well done. But that's where <laughs> I nearly bricked the goddamn system because, like, I had flashed the system or I'd flashed the discs to the cart, but then with trying to get back to the main oh, menu and looking. do other stuff, um, <laughs> I fucked everything up. I love it. Yeah, it's great, dude. It, and like, what's really neat too is, um, the RPG battle mechanics. You, when you fight the snatchers or the various, um, the enemy bots, you can, um, it's a real-time, uh, like a quick time, where you would uh, aim for, like, it, it emulates, mm-hmm. like, the uh, the shooting sections from Snatcher, but it does so to where you're doing it in a strategic tactical means, where, like, okay, I've got to go for this part and this other part. Like, it has a lot of Fantasy Star vibes in, like, the way, it, like, the turn-based battles flow. It's a very grindy-ass game, like in that opening segment where you're first sent to go find Gene, after you find out the Gene's been killed by a Snatcher, like, just that section alone in that warehouse, you can spend a cool fucking hour in it, just grinding, and you'll have to to move forward, whereas that's mm-hmm. a very quick 10 to 20-minute section in the uh, the adventure game proper. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's an entirely different way to play that game, and, like, I really wish I sat down and played more of it um, my MSX2's caps were failing So the sound was fucking up So I did send it off to get recapped Along with my ColecoVision I finally got it back from this piece of shit modder Who's had it for like over a year And did nothing with it um, and I'm sending it to, uh, another modder who's worked closely with, uh, Dan Croons, uh, also known as Citrus Pi 3000, uh, developer of the DC HDMI, uh, digital enhancement for the Dreamcast and the GC Loader ODE, which I just finally got my hands on and need to like crack open my GameCube for. Um, but yeah, he's gonna cap it along with, uh, my ColecoVision and then my Philips CDI which I need to get the uh, dual frequency oscillator because I bought an RGB modded pal one that only operates at 50 Hertz. So unless I put it in a PVM that can do 60 Mm -hmm. or 50 Hertz, I get bullshit on my screen. So I'm only planning to put it in my consumer CRT and I have all the Zeldas and hotel Mario's waiting for it when it fucking comes back. Um, among some other things. Um, I've been really fucking around. Okay. So the Pac-Man championship d um, a lot of people that, uh, played around with that in that Namcot collection. I mentioned in the last, uh, press pod radio and the E3. Which I have uh, mentioned, by the way. Yeah. So that ROM also got extracted and can be played on real hardware. So I've been really messing around with that. And it's, it's insane. It is one of the most technically marveling pieces of NES software I've ever seen. Like, it's just insane to me that I thought it was just like this mimicked piece of uh, software that, like, just kind of emulated the tech. It is absolutely the tech. It is just an NES re- emulator running real software meant to run in that architecture. And which
2: which means that the upcoming Gapless port is also going to be the same thing.
0: Probably. It's, it's bizarre, like, that new NES games are even, like, getting on a commercial level. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. I, said, I mentioned, Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl, um, you can, I you can get that running digitally, um, which I I yet to pick up, but really would like to, especially um, I I recently I've never played it, I've only briefly like rented it a long time ago in my youth, but I've been fucking around with Mighty Final Fight. I hate how expensive that game is now, cause I really feel like there it, it hasn't really gotten re released either on virtual console, um, yeah, which is a fucking bummer. It, really... it was on
2: the uh the Capcom Classics mini mix for Game Boy Advance.
0: Oh, it was? Yep. But did that get a North American release?
2: It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got it.
0: All right, well there you go. Um I it's like it's weird because it doesn't have like the weapons of Final Fight but it has a a weird like very light RPG system yeah. where you can earn experience points and level up and it'll actually impact um the speed of your punches and like the impact of your punches. Um I don't know. I, dude, and it, it looks incredible on my NES that's RGB modded. So, um, yeah. I I mentioned earlier I got a frame riser. I'll have to save that for the next uh, What's in Your Console because I have yet to program it. But that thing is a fucking nightmare to navigate like with all the settings and everything. It has the English firmware, and I've got the remote, and I've got the component dongle. Um, S-Video is really tricky, and I'm hoping that's firmware-related and not hardware-related. Because like I all the S video consoles that I have like that run analog on my TV are fine, but when they go through in the um, frame meister, it gets like a weird like blue colors turn a purple hue and yeah, it cycles little, in and out. That's
2: a little fucked. If you want to see how I got uh, my N sixty four looking through S video, the Bangio review that I did uh, uses uh, S video through the frame meister.
0: That yeah, that's the one thing though. Like I. I don't know. Um, right now, the hardware that's on the horizon is I'm going to get a DVDO um, iScan VP30 or 50 uh, to work in conjunction with the OSSC for uh, de interlacing um, and kind of just working for things that would work. Because I think at this point, anything that's like GameCube, Dreamcast, PS2, and up is not going to work well on the FrameMeister. Um, like the FrameMeister, I've noticed, like 240 is fucking great. I barely have to do yeah. anything on it. Um,
2: but when when you start going to 480 that's when things get a little fucked
0: yeah so and like I've been trying to figure out what to do like I'm thinking that I'm going to use my M classic on the PlayStation TV now that new sharp scaler mod is out and that's going to be an excellent solution for PSP games um, that I want to play on the TV because the goddamn like going back and just rediscovering that library holy shit Um, but real quick before uh, I go ahead and stop the the show there are two games that I, I definitely need to talk about that are, are new and like within this particular time frame uh, that were released this year uh, I've been playing not as much but I, I did I put like a mm. solid 10 hours into Paper Mario Origami King and man I the P pe- okay Nintendo Treehouse is so good with their writing like incredible but it's just I really wish they would stop being so experimental with like battle mechanics that like I just really I I kind of just want to refine Thousand Year Door. That's all I want. And like it, it there's so many different things like okay, so the big hook with this one because it's the closest thing we're going to get the Thousand Year Door, like uh the way um Mario had new paper forms that he can get through in the overworld and solve overworld puzzles, they've really expanded on that in a really neat way with origami uh m- moves and stuff that Mario can do. Like the first one is a where he can stretch his arms super crazy wide and you can even use the gyroscope or just do analog and kind of move and pull and and uh, push and whatnot it makes the whole world feel like a pop-up book which i feel like was really lacking in a lot of previous paper mario games and, and it's like kind of an obvious like you know if everything's made of paper why not like a presentation and mechanically in in terms of the overworld like that's probably it's one of the funnest uh paper mario experiences and the writing is fucking on point like almost uncomfortably like, like there's this like fourth wall stuff like the collectibles for example like fourth wall a stuff to-
1: like bringing down fourth wall stuff what
0: fourth wall stuff and even like some oh. really like not so subtle adult humor like they numbered mm. their collectibles for example, and the the numbered collectible number 69 mm-hmm. is a very phallic object that, like, is supposed to be a tow tower, but we're talking, like, cock yeah, balls. It's they're there. Aware. They knew what they did. <laughs> like, uh, they were very, but, like, it, it's, I don't know, it's, I, I can't even say that the writing is, like, for kids. Like, it's very much for, it's, it's like one of those, like, um, bridged games where like you should definitely play with an adult and then like there's Mm. stuff there for adults and there's stuff there for kids
2: and the original too like you got to think the original paper mario was released
0: 19 years ago i mean thousand year door had a lot of stuff too but like ever since then they're like with color splash and sticker star um the treehouse like uh, translations, they're done really well, but, like, Origami King, even aside from that, like, the characterization and the story, it's all super well done. Like, these are all things that keep you playing, which is weird because, like, usually those other stories are, like, neat, but... Ultimately, they're they're a little bit garnished to what's going on. Like it's that fast. Like like nobody plays Super Mario RPG for the story. Like it's there's a lot of neat flourishes in it and and like some like stuff. The fact that you have Bowser in your party and like the design. It's always been about the presentation and the gameplay. Here, the presentation super spot on and the mechanics that are built around it are amazing. But the battling feels like it's kind of streamlined. It, it gets so monotonous because the way. It, yeah, it's streamlined to, like, a real, like... I haven't gotten far enough, and so you can correct me if I'm wrong. I just, I really, like, what I liked about the Paper Mario games prior to, like, with Thousand Year Door and mm-hmm. the original is the party system, because, like, that's what Mario RPG had. I like managing a party. When you make it so much just on Mario, it... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it just gets to be a little monotonous. Um, they introduced this new system called the Ring System, where you are always battling in this octagonal arena, and uh, all the um, enemy placements are going to be scattered, and based on um, your actions prior, or what you've built up on your meter, um, you can cycle enemies and line them up, either in a, um, a completely lined up, uh, horizontal uh, configuration which is optimal for jumping and you'll even get a damage boost or you can get them at a, uh, a two by four cluster uh, if you line them up right and then that'll uh, give you a damage boost a- and also give you uh, full range to attack with your hammer and based on how you get them uh, positioned when you're moving them around the arena uh will determine like whether or not you can mm-hmm. eliminate that wave all within a turn. And you'll even get bonus. The thing about it is though, is that the incentive to battle and like the appeal of it quickly like loses mm-hmm. its fun. I guess it's satisfaction when like you don't earn experience still. Um like you're earning to improve Mario again through a system that's similar to badges, but it's mostly just equipment and like i don't i i a paper mario game should not have you actively (laughs) Mm -hmm. avoid battles like it doesn't because it doesn't have a whole lot else going for it aside from fetch quests or whatnot um but yeah i i wasn't like the biggest fan of it um and, and just uh, real quick, before we go ahead and go, and I, w- I really wish I didn't spend so much time on the MSX, I've been playing a fuckload of Ghost of Tsushima. I, Jesus Christ, I was very pleasantly surprised with this game. Uh, Sucker Punch really hit it out of the park, and I know there's a lot of controversy over just um, the, uh, I would say, the tact involved with mm-hmm. handling a, a property of this nature and how... Uh, Essentially, how stemmed it is in a culture that didn't have a lot in, in, in place of the development, but uh, how they did it and, like, just the, the overall, like, just care to attention that they put into like the game both mechanically and aesthetically and it, on a, on a presentation basis is like, I was really, really happy to see Nagoshi of uh, uh, Ryugataka studio, like praise the game heavily. Like a lot of, like it's earned so if the acclaim respect. Because the guys like, are saying it's, it's good. Japanese then that's here, saying so something. That made... Yeah. That, that, I mm-hmm. mean, that, that already, that makes me feel like to the point where like, maybe it doesn't necessarily need to be this, and even then, I, I believe they did everything they could to implement and mm-hmm. get as many people of that descent involved with this development in some capacity. So I'm I'm just really sad that Sucker Punch, like, did so well. And, like, this is honestly the most streamlined open world game I've ever played. Like, it is so easy. Like, and, and you would think, like, the one thing, like, that is kind of a bummer is, like, getting around the world and navigating because you're still at the mercy of, like, um, traveling by horse, but the way they make up for that is just like every little um, every little side mission or anything you do creates a landmark that you can fast travel to, and it, this is insane. I'll tell you right now. I accidentally started playing on Val's profile just because we I, I share her PS like her mm-hmm. PS4 is in the, our bedroom, my Pro's here in the game room, so I started playing it there so she can check it out, and I accidentally started playing on her profile, and I got so deep mm-hmm. by the time. Um, I, I couldn't fucking, cause I was planning to just play it on Mm -hmm. my profile and that I have on that system and then move it over to my pro so I can compare graphics, which I still have. This game is probably one of the prettiest fucking, like, I I think it's even up there with last of us. Um, but it's Mm -hmm. really optimized for the pro to an extent where like it works and looks amazing on an original, um, console, but the, uh, environmental effects, um, don't like come off as well like a big part mm-hmm. of the system is of, of the waypoint is wind and it it's supposed to like make everything just feel really seamless and organic to like direct you where to go it has such more pop and so much much more effect on a pro though on the right display versus playing it just 1080p stock on a on a standard launch system where i still find myself zooming back and forth between the um uh, the map but so far the story and like i'll I'll leave it off on this like I, Sucker Punch is not, like, one, like, studio, like, they there is a lot of growing pains for Infamous, but, like, just what they did with Second Son, and even to that effect, Infamous 2, they've really stepped it up on their writing and pacing and how to deliver, like, great characterization. The self-loathing and, like, guilt that, like, Naughty Dog wanted us to feel with Last of Us, you feel within hours of playing as Jin Sakai, like, this, like born and bred, yeah. like, a prodigy of the samurai code, and how he has to fucking turn his back and, like, just straight, like, go through and murder people. Like, he's not... Fi- like, I'm murdering Mongols. Like, and I'm doing so silently and with precision. And as I get more and more skill, it's becoming easier and easier. And just, like, the fact that Tsushima is constantly, like, covered in this fucking storm of rain and lightning, uh, I I feel no remorse but it's weird you're seeing like this very like crazy shift in Jin's personality to the point where like he's embraced it he is the ghost like and and the way the game paces that even in line with the side quests to the main quests I'm so engrossed I've never like felt so compelled to complete a world map unlike the last time I think was Second Son and uh the Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider Mm -hmm. games but I'm almost completed uh I'm literally getting to the last section um I will say that once you, like, the game is so free that you can almost exploit it to where if you really just focus on collecting, like, consumables that are all over the island and you really scour the island. And then you sell that back for the supplies, which is the main currency to upgrade your equipment. Like, I have a surplus of supplies now. So, like, anytime I get new mm-hmm. armor, I can upgrade it like that. So, it's I'm it's just a matter of me getting to the section where I need to upgrade it. But... I am like easily about 50% through the game, and I'm nearly leveled up my character. My legend, which builds the uh, skill points that you earn in the skill tree, uh, I have six spots left in the skill tree, um, and Jesus. all of my equipment is fully leveled up. All of my armor is fully leveled up. And now I have a surplus of supplies where I don't even know what to do with it. Like, So I, I don't know if that's because I went too hard and heavy on the side quests, but the game gives you the chance to do so. Some of the side quests are just, like, there. It's kind of a cool feature, though. It's it's a nice little touch. Um, It is. It it really did what it... it, Like, it immerses me. Like, I'm very much, like, in the... um, The one thing I really want to check out is Kurosawa mode, but because the combat Mm -hmm. is so stemmed on this color coding, it makes it very difficult. So I I really want to level myself up, like, all the way. (laughs) I can't do New Game Plus, but, like, I figured, like, one of these days when I get it all like fucked up i would absolutely love to do kurosawa on a playstation 4 pro um if you've been wanting like a samurai game with a really like Mm. actually fun deep combat system and you don't want to get fucked by like something like sekiro Mm -hmm. which will fuck you to the moon and back uh, i i cannot recommend Goza tsushima more um it has this really unique and subtly deep combat system uh, where you can switch between stances that are uh, got this rock-paper system of effectiveness against uh, different weapons, whether you're fighting uh Mongols with pole arms, or sword and shield, or dual shields, or dual swords. And, like, the seamlessness of switching back and forth. Like, I've never seen a, a, a more optimized, better-performing game on a PlayStation 4 Pro. Like, that's easily the fastest-loading game. Like, loading and fast-traveling, it's insane. To the point where, like, the recent update where they added a new mode, they actually... Um, the game overclocked so much mm-hmm. that it worked faster than it like could to where it affected the controls. So now the loading is a little slower, but it wasn't even that's, it's now like still above average before it was just like load screen, boom, I'm in the game load screen. I in the... like in, in that sequence, like I'm counting how long it would take it. It's incredible. But anyway, ghost of Tsushima, I'm actually putting a lot more time into than paper Mario. I hope to beat both by next recording, so I can tell you how I feel but I'm definitely going to do a review proper for Ghost of Tsushima. But that's it. That's all that's been on my console. And with that, I think we've uh, arrived at episode end, yeah? I believe so, yes. Okay, so... if you like what you listen to with episode 126 of press pause radio you can absolutely subscribe to us here on itunes uh you can uh subscribe to us on stitcher uh scatter radio and that i've now checked we are a part of over because i was doing some auditing and house cleaning on the back end we are a part of 65 major podcast directories that you can find on the web just by searching press pause radio um Also, we've uh, been recently voted, and I I don't know why I don't keep talking about it. I forget who. I'm going to have to put it in the show notes, but we were voted um, of the top 60 video game podcasts. We're, like, number 49 or 54 between there. So whatever, we're in there. Nice. Um, Yeah, so definitely, um, if you like what you listen to, Check us out. Um, We're going to have some uh, more YouTube content. Uh, Definitely, uh, Sarah and I, we're going to start playing through the Rocket Knight games. We've already started with Rocket Knight Adventure. Uh, We're going to hit the Sparkster games and then also hit uh, Rocket Knight Adventure, the remake. Uh, or the new Neo Retro version, how what have you, that released last generation on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Um, just to kind of go into Konami's like attempt at a uh, cartoony mascot and how well that worked. Um, so we're going to definitely do that. Among also some other Twitch streams that we're going to get together, we're going to do something really special um, next month. But I won't talk about too much at, as of now. Uh, until we get some more details ironed out, especially with me figuring out this fucking Frame Meister. Um, so, with that being said, um, Sarah, what's on tap for Bullet Heaven?
2: Well, it might be a little slow going going forward, but uh, I do have at least wow. six more episodes on the go. Uh, starting off with Airgrave, following up with Salamander 2 and Gaia Seed. And then we're going to Gunpig on PC, Xenocrisis for the Dreamcast. Nope. Has
0: my dryer, have you guys been able to hear my dryer this whole time? No. No. Okay, cool.
2: And, uh, what is that? Super Trench Attack for the Switch.
0: I was wondering if you had any non-Bullet Heaven content Because I know you guys did that Rainbow Bright episode oh, yes, in... uh, we're going to
2: be doing uh, some random play coverage On a-, a Graceful Explosion Machine As well as the Shmups collection from Pixel Heart And Super Trench Attack And uh, I launched a new series recently as well Called Stage 1 Master Where I take on Stage 1 of a Shmup And try to beat it without any deaths on the hardest setting
0: Straight up caravan mode, I'd love it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, next episode, I think we might have something more news related, or uh, we might get this games club thing going, and might actually do fucking Death Stranding proper. It really depends yeah. on what sort of drought we have release schedule. I will say, if anyone wants to get Death Stranding right now
1: and play along with us when we do that eventual games club, I think it's currently on sale for seventeen ninety nine. Maybe, maybe nineteen ninety nine is part of the PlayStation sale. So if you're gonna yeah, pick it up and cheap, it's also on I, PC, I grab yeah. it now.
0: Yeah, but we're definitely gonna get that uh, on the road as well as do our uh, Hideo Kojima special, uh, maybe either on press pause video uh, or in some other capacity. But we've got some stuff planned, uh, so be sure to check it out. Till then, this is Georgie Boy's axe and fuck these yeah, weeks are too long. Yeah,
1: and I'm happy to have you back, sir.
2: And the original Sarah, I ain't going nowhere yet.
0: Mm -hmm. Damn, love that Canadian healthcare.